All you have to do is send me like 10 boxes of Maxi Bond and I will say whatever you want me to say. I will shill to the ends of the earth for ice cream, all right? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the Hall of Gamers podcast. This week, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Cameron. Hey. And our special GPN guest, uh, Miss Deus Geek herself. Hello. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about some controversy because we always do that. Um, we'll probably have a couple of bits and pieces around video games at some stage. Um, and then some, some great, great questions that, uh, that Cameron's uh, rounded up for us. Uh, but first, without any further ado, let's get into the song of the week. Every game you play, every plan you make, every record you break, every boost you take, I'm watching you. Every challenge you stake, every list you make, every Chivo break, every fight you take, I'm watching you. Oh, I can see it belongs to me. The leaderboard shakes with every place we take. Uh, Ms. Geek, so- did, you, did you get a chance to listen to it? No, not the whole thing. No, uh, uh, no worries, Cameron. Yeah, I'm. I'm imagine you, oh. you. You. I mean, you. You always get song of the week, right? Look, you- this is one that I actually know. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, saying that I'll let our community guess. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I actually know this one. So it's the police and it's it every breath you take. It is every breath you take. Yes. Uh, this, uh, that one's dedicated to, uh, one Mephisto friend of the show who is, uh, just this week throwing down the gauntlet. Um, I'll talk a little bit about more, more about that, uh, when we get to what I've been playing, but I uh, good, good job, Cameron. Nailed it. Thank you. What the intro where I completely screwed everything up oh it's no it's fine don't worry about it it's all it's all editable. <laughs> um all right let's get into the rest of the housekeeping then uh discord we've got the discord discord.io slash gpngg is uh where you can come hang out with us and other members of the gpn community uh if you don't know what discord is it's basically a big play, a big chat room with the various channels for d- different topics so we've got a section just for hall of gamers um where we talk about the show We've also got stuff for our competitions. But, you know, if you want to talk about anime or video games or music or post your food stuff or just some of the your worst pets. memes. Pets, worst memes you've ever seen. Like, it's it's, it's a bit of everything in there. Um, it's We're just basically professional shit posters at this point. Uh, we've also got our Twitch, which I hope you're watching on right now. Uh, GPN Hall of Gamers. We go live every Friday evening uh, at this time, which is 6.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, uh, 8.30 for me in New Zealand. Um, if you don't know what that is in your time, use Google and work it out. Um, we've also got our Patreon, uh, GPN, a Hall of Gamers. Uh, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's basically a place where you can give us a bit of money uh, on, a, on an ongoing basis so we can afford to do the show, um, pay for platforming and distribution, uh, run some contests, uh, and also replace some of our equipment um, when it gets broken and moves, eh, Cameron? Yep. Uh, we've also got our Patreon. It's, it's, it's all just hardware. <laughs> it's always the hardware that just that mucks up on me. Yeah, saying you, that, saying you got that, your new boom arm now, right? I got my new boom arm, which is nice. And um, you don't so, don't move it though, because you've got your audio set up quite nicely now. But um, you can you can just believe them. Uh, we've also got our Patreon contest, Cameron. Do you want to run through what that is? Okay, so our Patreon uh, contest is based around the community. 
So how it works is if you're a Patreon member, you can uh, put a vote in. We pick three really good games that are coming out or have just released um, either this month or the previous month. We put a poll up, you guys vote for it. And then if you win, uh, if you get your name drawn out, you get to win the winning game. So at the moment, I think Song of Iron's winning by five votes. Yeah, look, and to be fair, that does look like the best one out of those out of those three. Um, that's yeah. the one I would pick. The other two are, uh, how's, how do I say, Kidiari Fables. Kidiari Fables and The Big yep. Con. Which Big Con you, I played. You played it last week, right? Played a little bit. It's uh, pretty interesting. Mm. Uh, the 90s art style is amazing. <laughs> uh, we've also got our uh, word challenge, uh, everyone's favorite competition, where I pick uh, a game uh, loaded into the gift bot on the discord and then you guys have to guess what it is in the channel make sure you put the exact title in only one guess at a time otherwise it doesn't work but basically if you get it right you get uh the gift comes up and you win 20 bucks simple as that uh so i also go with some very unhelpful clues so last week the clue was that the game had an alliterative title which i know some people who aren't linguistics majors had to look up or ask uh charmander our resident linguistics major uh this week i'm going to be a little bit kinder but not by much uh, this game has a walkthrough on true achievements. Um, that I know that doesn't sound like it narrows it down a lot, but if you put those two clues together, you'll probably come across it quite quickly. Uh, I would advise that you get in quick and start guessing because uh, I can see that Cobra Todd is guessing literally every hour he's able to because he really wants that $20. Uh, I'll give you guys another clue next week, um, which will almost basically give it away. We're getting towards the middle of the month now. And I'm, 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 I'll be a little bit disappointed if people don't get it this week, actually. But... Who knows? Knowing us, they'll probably guess it mid uh, midstream, like they did last month. Yeah, it'll be Todd. Todd will yeah, it'll be Todd from somebody. Yeah, exactly. Todd. Todd will just snipe it as always. Um, we, where's 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 Mister J Black? He he's, he used to be in there getting those. We need to need to rock him up. Yep. In, anyway, I think that's pretty much the housekeeping out of the way. Uh, Cameron, do you have anything else? Uh no, that should be all the uh, major stuff. Well, fantastic. I will actually. Sorry, yes. I will be doing another co-op competition probably in October. I'm cool. trying to think of a horror co-op, but nothing's really coming to mind. Back for blood. Who knows? Um, mm, good. All right. Well, uh, let's get into talking to our guest here. who has been patiently waiting while we go through all the administration <laughs> bullshit. Apol- apologies. I, I, you know, I don't know why we structured the show like that. I just want to get all the boring stuff. We, we, need, we need to change it up. <laughs> we really do. It's, it's like she's just waiting here for an interview for the first Yeah, so, Yeah, just you know, sh- shot up nice and early, ready, ready to go. <laughs> No, no, you, you guys structured it really well. Get all the stuff out of the way first, which is great. We're going to rail them in. <laughs> We're just like, hey, do you want to win 20 bucks? Yeah, cool. exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, we've got, to, got to incentivize them to listen to the rest of the show. I really should put the clue at the end of the show. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Cameron, uh, do you want to want to do the honors of the uh, interview questions? Oh, you want me to start? Yeah, you go for it. Cool. Um, I don't See, I, I said you to start. First, okay, fine, that's fine, 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 fine. It's fine. I'll throw, I, I'll, I'll you, throw always, you always do this to me. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, cool. Just like, oh, can you send the interview questions? Okay, sure. Can you do this? Sure. I'm as, so, Mr. Asker, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, sure. Uh, okay, well, I am not a true achievements hunter or achievement hunter, trophy hunter, or however you, many, uh, however you want to call it. I'm actually really bad at games, so... Please us too, us too. So that works out well. That's yeah, that's, that's great. We just it's, it's it's all just it's all just bashing your head against the wall until you get there. So I understand. Yeah, that that's pretty much my gaming style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess 
I'm just, you know, a really big Xbox fan. I've been all about Xbox for the last six years. Um, fun fact, my first ever console was a PlayStation that could take cartridges, which is interesting. We're not moving on from that. Okay. Wait, so you're talking about like the a PlayStation that could take cartridges. Are you talking about? The only one I can think of is that uh, is the Sony Nintendo hybrid. Yeah, that was that was a prototype. I mean, so would you? Would you... <laughs> because I mean, what, what, I, okay, bit of gaming history. Yeah, wasn't the story that Nintendo and Sony were going to partner up to yeah. release an exclusive console? There was prototypes, and I, I'm pretty sure they only just leaked in the last few years. There's a few. There's a few of them around. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I I know this is impolite. <laughs> Uh, but how old are you? How did you have this machine? What did you like sneak into a lab as a child? Maybe I was born in a lab. You never know. Uh, I mean, I, it's like oh, yeah, I was I was raised by consoles. You know, I mean, like I like hey, like I'm, I'm far, far Honestly, be it from me to to remove the mystery, but <laughs> oh, I feel no, like no, this no, is no. a rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I wish that were the case, but uh, no, I just uh, grew up in a country where bootlegs were everywhere, and right, right. I, I don't quite understand why they didn't just bootleg it as a legitimate looking console that took discs. But no, it was a, a PlayStation 1 outer yep, design sure. Shell. with, yeah. with um, yeah, which took cartridges. So uh, <laughs> I grew up playing whatever that console was and discovered Xbox about 2015-ish. Um, when I met my partner who used to stream for Xbox New Zealand and uh, fell in love with the community that way. And now here I am. So yeah, six years of just all things Xbox. So you've been enjoying your time with it? Yeah, really, really much actually. Um, I may not play as many games as I would like, but for me, Xbox is, um, it's more than just a platform. It's more than just a console. It's a almost a ecosystem especially now with like you know cloud gaming and game pass and and all the bits and pieces that xbox is working on but it's also the community side of it and i think for me i just really love it so much because of the community and what xbox stands for in terms of the accessibility diversity just making sure that gaming is accessible to everyone and so yeah i think um you know one way to ever buy my loyalty is just making sure you're doing the right thing for the people and uh I'm sold. <laughs> okay, we definitely have the. We definitely should have brought her on the show, camera. I don't know what you. <laughs> that's, that's just serious. Seriously, you really should have warned me, mate. Um, no, that's that's way that's, too that's, nice. <laughs> yeah, way, way too nice. We're, you know, we just we just you know potty mouth down under here. That's um, okay. I mean, I got to add a little bit of uh, flavor to the mix, right? <laughs> oh, exactly. Right. Yeah, we got we got to boost our credibility somehow. Um. So, so you say you don't play as many games as you like, which I think is, is always the story, right? Especially when you get into into the community side of things and mm. and doing stuff with GPN and kind of stuff. It's like the time just disappears. Um, for the games you do play, what kind of games do you enjoy? Like, do you have a sort of set genres or series that you're really into, or is it just kind of a grab bag? Typically, it's more um, story based and action adventure type games. So, games that I can really sort of sync my entire being into mm. so um things like you know uncharted um tomb raider a little bit of halo here and there um 
like to see from time to time things like Overwatch, but more, you know, the story around Overwatch and all mm. the characters rather than just running and gunning and shooting. <laughs> um, sure. But, you know, I've, I've prone to my FPSs as well. So I'd like to try as many FPSs as I can. Zombie shooters are a, are a big thing for me because that's what I kind of grew up on. A Doom, Quake, House of the Dead, um, that whole shebang. Uh, but recently I've really enjoyed Flight Simulator, which I never thought I would. So that kind of relaxing, laid back, um, exploring the maybe it's lockdown. You know what? I, I uh, yeah, I was lockdown. just about to say. Yeah, I was about to say. It's like, oh yeah, all that flying that I literally never get to do now. Yeah, yeah. you get nostalgic for it. It must be that because yeah, I didn't expect to enjoy it, and I've been really loving it. Yeah, Cameron, you're you're a big fan of the, the flight sim stuff as well, right? Yeah, I like. Uh, I don't want to say it's probably. I don't. I don't know how how this comment's going to come out, but I think it coming out of lockdown would probably be the best time for it mm. because mm. people just have that sense of this escapism. And that's what we usually turn to video games for, escape mm. from our everyday life. Unfortunately, yes. yes. <laughs> such, such as it goes. Um, as much as I'd love to say for other reasons, but yeah, you're 100% right. I'm just, right. I'm just waiting for the look from Alison at you across the room. Well, she's about to because she's on a 20-second <laughs> delay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So um, in terms of the things you play, so you said you're not, not a, an achievement hunter or anything like that, which is totally fine. Because again, like, you know, they, they, they can only, we're, we're a niche of a niche. We totally get that. Um, but do you have any interest in achievements or anything like that or any history with them? Um, uh, oh, you know what? I think I actually do have a funny story about an achievement. Um, I was playing Sea of Solitude, which is a really, really nice um, game about mental health and dealing with, you know, bullying and all of that. And I am so bad at games. There was this one section where I had to essentially get from one area to another area while escaping or trying to bypass this sea monster. And I think it was 20 tries it took me. I kept dying 20 times and it actually came up with an achievement saying most deaths. <laughs> and I was like, cool. I got All that. right. Great, that's that, that's on that's on my game attack forever. People can just come and see that now. That's yeah, I really appreciate that. We haven't. It's made me think. We haven't really had any of the um, the bad achievements. <laughs> you know, the achievements are doing something wrong. Oh, I mean, or, that's yeah, for me to discover. For a while, yeah, like, right, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's, it's t- t- crash test dummies for achievements. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like what the latest one would have been. Because um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking back to like 360 lollipop lollipop chainsaw yeah i mean like i've got i got one today so for um in one of my baby games that i played um which is a blitz one for like dying 150 times or something <laughs> yeah i was like cool i'm really bad at this apparently i'm just absolutely shocking <laughs> um because usually it's like you know you do well in those games and you get to the end of it you're like oh i earned all the other teams i guess i just have to jump off a cliff like 20 times or whatever and just get this last <laughs> yeah. one it's like nah nah i'm good they 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 hit me front and center with that one i didn't even get like three levels in so wow it's nice. it's yeah that was a fine game but it's uh you know it was one of those things where like oh yeah it takes like an hour to complete and i'm like whoo okay i need to you know apparently you need to be good for that to be an hour because it took me a little bit longer than that but um is what it is so 150 times yeah i mean look it it was it's a it's a pseudo platformer where you you can't you can jump and then any direction you push you you fly towards the wall so so it's like you know it's like okay, uh, you fly, yeah. fly towards the wall, and then you fly up, and then right, and then so sometimes uh, it spikes, okay. and so but you also yeah. fall slowly. But the instinctive thing is like okay, up, 
right and then go down like no no not down not down and just straight into the spike like okay so in more so like a puzzle sense or like a kind of it's kind of a mixture it's more more of a puzzle it's more puzzles with reflexes in there rather than like straight platforming it's kind of was surprisingly interesting for you know like a you know cheap five dollar throwaway game um which i've been playing a lot of this week but we'll get into that um so in terms of um what you're doing with uh with gpn and that kind of stuff do you want to talk a little bit about that Sure. I mean, I'm not as involved as you can see visibly, but I'm basically, I'm the chief diversity officer. So what my role encompasses is essentially making sure that GPN is diverse, um, that we're not just, you know, uh, another brand that's got 99% white male. You know, it's really going out and looking for more and more people. I'm kind of like a recruitment agent as well, so to speak. So I'm the one out there constantly looking for people and being like, hey, do you want to join GPN? Um, You know, it's just really important that we're not just another massively male corporate sort of entity and that, you know, we really have that mix of diverse people from all different backgrounds just so not only for the sake of representation but also to ensure that GPN is constantly being kept on their toes in terms of making sure that you're keeping up with trends you're keeping up with all the different cultural practices from around the world you know really being representative of all the different people from all walks of life and I think that's so important especially being an Xbox centric brand um because that's what the X- Xbox is about. And so essentially I'm I'm the person just marrying up the two. <laughs> yeah, no, I've certainly been doing a, a fantastic job. Oh, thank you. Um, so in terms of other, other stuff that you've done in the community in the past, do you want to talk a little bit about that as well uh, with like Xbox Ambassador? Yeah. Uh, gosh, it feels like I've kind of been all over because um, I'm at that point in time now where it's like, well, what more can I do? Because I've kind of done not to toot my own horn, but I've done everything that I can do. Toot away, toot away. That's what, what, you know, plug, plug, toot, do whatever you want. Just go for it. No, no, that's not the kind of person I am. I'm just a doer of many things. And I just like doing a lot of different things. Um, So, you know, I started writing reviews for Xbox games or games in general, really. Um, And because my partner was streaming for Xbox at the time, I really got pulled into that community, the I'm not sure if you guys remember, but back in the day, Microsoft had a Expert Zone Game Master program, which was essentially a core crew of streamers who would play Xbox games, play it for the community, and kind of encourage people to either pick up the game or pick up an Xbox. It was really more of a how to play this game and how to Mm do this or that on Xbox. And, you know, the Xbox ambassadors is kind of the same thing. They do have their own Twitch channel with their own play hosts, but the expert zone was very much considered like employees of Xbox at the time. Um, So I started doing that as well. And I think that's where I was really, really in the community. You know, I got to actually talk to all of these Xbox gamers and, because I essentially had to sell what I'm playing, right. um, I had to believe in what I was, you know, talking about as well. And I think that's where I started to really develop that love for Xbox because I was, you know, really seeing what they were doing from behind the scenes. And obviously we got a lot of insight into what the new games were, what 
new products were. We got to test them um, all first. So it was really cool. And once the Expert Zone program shut down, I just went all into the ambassador program, mostly because um, there were just a lot of people who had a lot of unanswered questions when it comes to like support. And I know Xbox support officially do so much and they just have so many questions to answer so as ambassadors one of the things you do is you sit on forums you answer questions and you earn rewards and points and things like that and it was actually really rewarding because I used to think I asked a lot of silly questions (laughs) (laughs) it was nice to see other people ask similar questions as well so I used to just sit and I would research uh, to answer those questions. And therefore, I would learn a lot more about Xbox as well. And so it was kind of a, a give and take experience where I was giving back, but I was also learning and educating yeah. myself on everything that Xbox does. And I think it was that period that really solidified that enjoyment of everything that Xbox was doing for the community, because I was essentially like a spokesperson but not an official spokesperson Mm. but you know just an ambassador um and getting to meet other ambassadors as well and they were just so extremely passionate about xbox and i don't know about you guys but when someone comes to me really excited about something i get excited about that as well so it's it's just really nice to be part of that community and everyone felt like family which was really Mm. nice Mm. um they didn't care that you know i'm a woman of color that i'm all the way down in, you know, Oceania um, that, you know, I barely ever played on an Xbox because I only had an Xbox One at the time. And, you know, at the time Game Pass wasn't a thing, so I didn't have as many games. And it was just like, you know what, we don't care. As long as you're here, we'll look after you. You look after us and we'll all just have fun. And from there it's, it's when I, you know, started really thinking to myself, well, okay, well, you know, in Australia, New Zealand, New Zealand in particular, Xbox wasn't really big. Mm. Um, PlayStation is always going to dominate. It's still dominating. But at the time that I was involved with Xbox, there was a sh- almost like a shift where people were starting to notice about X- notice Xbox as a, a viable platform to play games. And so I started doing a lot more work um, with Xbox locally just to try and promote their games and promote their platform and everything that they're doing. Um, started streaming on Mixer and ended up being partnered. So that was, again, more Microsoft, more Xbox. And then, you know, it's just kind of from there gone full circle to being an Xbox MVP, which is similar to what being an Xbox ambassador is. But now I wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning to sit in on town halls to feedback um, what problems there might be on, you know, a particular service that Xbox has, uh, listening to what's new and upcoming and giving my thoughts and things like that. So yeah, from there, it's just kind of come full circle. Now I've started doing things with Women of Xbox, which is my own personal little community, just trying to help girls feel more comfortable um, playing games together. Because obviously, as a female myself, I've uh, been subjected to a lot of abuse over time. And it's, you know, it's hard. Um, So I I'm at that stage now where it's like, look, I've done everything. Now I kind of just want to nurture the next generation of gamers Mm. and the next generation of content creators. And which is why I decided to come on board with GPN as well, because it was all about bringing in up and coming creators, up and coming talent and actually helping them do what they love. And so 
in a nutshell, that's where I am now. That sounds great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Christ, okay, well, no, Cameron, no, no, okay, good, Cameron, you, you got it, you got the right person on the show. Okay, good, no, we'll yeah, cool. Revise okay, <laughs> my earlier statement. I, I look, I can't think of anybody more Xbox than her. <laughs> this is true. That's hundred percent, hundred percent true. Yeah. Um, Thank you. I'm so slightly much. obsessed. Oh, no, I mean, hey, you know, I, you've come to the right. I was a hundred. You're hundred percent with the right community here, because the seriously, it's like I, talking from experience. I'll be hundred percent honest. When I saw you win the Hall of Fame, like mm-hmm. get the competition, I'm just like, I need to get go for one of those. And then our whole community was just went crazy. And just to think back then when we were doing real gamer score, mm-hmm. that me, Matt, and Kirby managed to pull off our numbers and actually mm-hmm. get the results for it was it was great yeah that's amazing. and you're the inspiration for that for me oh thank personally. you <laughs> well i mean to be fair i'm not a hall of famer because of the games that i play <laughs> sure but because sure, but, but but saying that because of the community you know. work that you've done which is well much yes much no. more um of all everything that you've done really Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Cameron, Cameron's a little starstruck. He'll, he'll, he'll. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm horrible <laughs> at interviewing people. I'm horrible at asking these questions. And yeah, I am a bit. But starstruck. it's totally fine. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't see myself as as any great thing or anything. I'm just, I'm a noob who likes playing games with great people. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's 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 all you got to be, right? At the end of the day, that's it's, it's, you're gonna make sure. Half you're the time, the I'm the one who's sitting there being like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be on his podcast." So no, you're all good. <laughs> uh, well, Cameron, do you have any other questions, or do you, what we want to? Uh, I can't really think of any at the moment. Pretty much covered everything. Cool. I uh, sorry, actually, one last thing. Of course, yeah. if there was one thing that you could improve for Xbox, what do you believe it? What do you think would be? Like just one thing. One thing. Bring xCloud to Australia oh, permanently. <laughs> I feel God. like that's a, that's a Telstra Optus issue. <laughs> okay, okay. Need- <laughs> if we're looking at specifically Xbox, then that yeah. is within Xbox's control is um, <laughs> I'd actually really like to see community events here mm, because, mm. you know, the Xbox ambassadors hold, well, pre-COVID, um, they used to have a yearly event where all the Xbox ambassadors met up at E3 or PAX or something like that. And um, fun fact, I was actually organizing one this year before PAX was uh, canceled on us. So. What a coincidence. Yeah. I know. It's just all that work was just uh, like, okay, next year then. Yep. We, <laughs> yeah, we were... I, I definitely so, think that's something that we need, you know, I mean, yeah. we, we get together like this virtually and it's great. It's really nice to be connected, but there's something about real life connections mm. that just solidify your virtual friendships. Mm. Oh, and I think I, that's really important. hundred percent. I mean, like Cameron and I first, first met in person at, at PAX well, a couple of years back now, right? Oh, there's nice. something but uh, like, there's something about, Sharing a stage, trying to outcompete each other, we're eating a Maxabon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that really cements a Okay, look, you know what? Like, p- people who are new to Hall of Gamers probably haven't heard the story. This is an old RGS story, but every time, so when I joined Real, Real Gamer Score, uh, Cameron had already been to PAX with the original hosts, uh, and he took a big, he had a big talk up about the Maxibon challenge and how good he was at it. And it was like, oh, come on, Maxibon, Maxibon, Maxibon. So the year that I go there, we go there. He goes, Maxi Bond. I'm like, all right, cool. We go to the Maxi Bond. I demolish him. 
at the Maxi Bond Challenge. I walk out with the t-shirt. He walks out head hung low in shame. And I was hoping to to uh, to hold up my belt uh, this well last year and this year, but apparently that's not happening. So we're gonna have to have a rematch. How do you uh, how do you have Maxi Bond on Pax Online, like? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that, that's not the same. It's not. It's not the same if you have to provide your own maxi bond and eat them on a <laughs> webcam. You know, like that's just that's that's just comfort eating. All right, like but that's that's that's, that's memeable though. <laughs> actually, that's yeah. Actually, that's actually. Hmm. Hmm. There's some quality content there. Hmm. Maybe actually. Well, maybe. Not, yeah. may, <laughs> hmm. Can we get in touch with Maxi Bond? Yeah, okay, and do a ma- segment on the show. The, 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 the Maxi Bond segment, sure. I'm sure they'd love I mean, that. you could just say, how many people are eating Maxi Bonds right now? Not many? Okay, yeah. well, how about we promote it on the show by scoffing our faces? All, right, all you have to do is send me like 10 boxes of Maxi Bond and I will say whatever you want me to say. I will shill to the ends of the earth for ice cream, so all right? 10 boxes, but you have to eat it all in one go. Oh, yeah. No, show. I mean, obviously. like that's, that's I just started thing. a diet this week. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna win! I legitimately then. just started a diet. Like I'm not. It's okay. You've got a week. Yeah, exactly. It's easy. Yeah, you'll be fine. This is I, this is such a good idea. I'll, I love it. I'll, right, I'll, I'll lose thirty day. kilos, and then it'll be like, all right, cool. Put it Ten all back on. Put it all back on. Exactly. No, just just blame it on lockdown. That's what I. Yeah, exactly. Doing. No, it's it's like no. I literally can't leave the house, and you're like, you know, and then. Allison tells me, "Hey, do you want to go for a walk?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. We, no we're not. We're not doing this. Way too dangerous out there." way too dangerous yeah you never know maxibons might be calling for yeah, you well, I mean, <laughs> to be fair that was like the, the the one or two walks that i have done have usually ended you know they're, they're usually a loop <laughs> and halfway through the loop i happen to walk by a convenience store and then look back <laughs> so I, ha- I have like gone on a walk and then come back with an armful of like toffee pops and oh, no. and and like mountain dew because i'm just you know I'm, i am a stereotypical gamer apparently um, I'm trying so hard, like mentally, not to break this week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so hard. And then I'm getting called out for eating KFC the other day. Well, I, I mean, get, look, I like, get one meal a day, and then I decide, all right, cool, I'll get some KFC. And everybody calls me out. There's nothing the wrong. There's nothing wrong with KFC, mate. You, you get a double down. There's there's no buns. You're saving on the carbs. They it's, came back it, this it's, week too in Australia. Al- it's almost healthy. Almost. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's all portion control, right? Just have the one. Yeah. Yeah, so it's and like then we, exactly, nothing we, else for the yeah, rest you, of the day. <laughs> you, you, order, you order it, uh, you know, a foot long subway sandwich. You're like, okay, I'm going to have half now and half later. And the later is maybe like 30 minutes later instead of like two hours, three hours, four hours later. You're like, oh, I guess I'm just going to eat the whole sandwich, basically. Um, <laughs> you, 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 you can tell I've been craving fast food since we've been locked down. I, I have not yeah. had, I have not had anything. Well, actually, yeah, I was like, I haven't had KFC or McDonald's or anything. Like, I'm, I'm going mad. I'm going, I'm, you know what? I'm, My- my kryptonite at the moment, mm-hmm. Father's Day, I got one of those uh, Cadbury tubs. Of chocolate oh, my God. And every time I open the cupboard, it's just staring there right <laughs> in the face. And I'm like, one? What? No. No, no, you got to gotta control yourself. You got you to gotta control yourself. Well, how about uh, making, gamifying it, you know? It's an achievement when you go X number of days without tempting it's, yourself it's, it's a great idea it's, it's like it's, second day my body just decided it wanted to kill me yeah <laughs> it's like what are you doing what are you doing mate gotta get back in the game yeah oh uh, yeah no trust me I've, I've been there um anyway we should probably get into the news at some stage um cameron I, you've got us a couple of news stories do we want to talk about a console a controller firmware update i don't even all right what, cool we'll, we'll start with that one then i was gonna i yeah i we just like order that's fine just blow through what do we 
All right, where's it gone? All right, so basically controllers have had a new firmware uh, update and it's been posted up on Xbox Wire. The uh, Alpha Skip Ahead and the Alpha Insiders are able to test out the new firmware. Basically, this new update adds better cross-device connectivity via Bluetooth and reduces input lag. Um, the Xbox One controllers, the Xbox Elite Controller Series 2, and the Adaptive Controller, hmm. which I haven't seen any news about in a while. Well, I mean, like there's, in terms of like revisions of stuff, I don't imagine there's probably going to be a lot on the Adaptive Controller for a little bit. Um, it's, it's, not like, it's not like they super need to elitify it or anything, right? I was going to say, when did that come out now? Like 2018, 2019? Yeah, 2019. 2018, 2018? I think it was. Yeah. yeah. It's quite a while back. Yeah. Hmm. But um, have you noticed your controllers updating? Because I swear every time I get a reset with my console now, well, you're on the skip ahead. You're like in the, the inside of program. Not right? on this console, which is oh, confusing okay. me. Hmm. But it might be the fact that I have air controllers. And when I run out of batteries in one, I just move <laughs> oh, on. Well, next one. <laughs> All right, Sherlock. Jesus. That's, yeah, okay. I wonder what the mystery is. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty. Okay. So yeah, that's probably it. Because I, I had like one controller update a few weeks back, but I haven't seen yeah. Well, I mean, and, and it didn't transform into a different device or anything like that. It pretty much still just plays the same video games I normally Did, play. So I don't think they've done anything else um, when they can with the connectivity other than just reducing input lag. But um, unless they're trying to help out like pairing with other systems as well. Yeah, there was something in there about how the, you can essentially switch between two devices without having to resync it. It, it has a, me, a memory system for the, the Bluetooth connections, which is Wasn't, quite helpful. Hasn't that been out for a while though? They've been testing that. I don't think it was actually out, out. Okay, um, because it's the double hit, the resync, yes. and then it'll connect you to the PC or the, the console. The PC yeah. or phone or whatever. Yeah, so like I used it for which, one, my trips down to Wellington. Um, such for, a great feature. It's great, yeah, because I use use because I take just take my phone with me and just have the little clip in because you know we don't have X, we don't have um, Xbox uh, Cloud, but yeah, hmm. still can stream from my console at least. Um, you know the input lag is pretty rough, but it's fun <laughs> to play play. You know, it's like some sort of card game, which you're which you're um, throwing breaker or something. It's not too bad. Something turn based. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't really think there's much to that story. But yeah, hey, you know, it's good to see. Um, and sp speaking of uh, updates, uh, what's happening with Titanfall 2? Everyone's favorite, um, you know, hidden gem. So, yeah, this one's <laughs> interesting. Um, I came across this the other day uh, because I think somebody was sharing a post saying basically do not launch Titanfall 2 on any console or platform because um, hackers can basically get, uh, get access to your PC. Yeah, there was some not, sort of a few discords people were talking yeah. about. It got spread around pretty quickly. So from the official thing, um, so Timefall 2 had been compromised due to a critical flaw. Sorry, it's said to be uh, compromised due to a critical flaw in the security. According to a blog uh, post by Blue Ghost, this tweeted by the Timefall Forever account. Therefore, this is not gospel. This is coming from TA. Uh, someone discovered a temporary file that Timefall Origin houses for... Uh, game invites had a size cap. If the username of a person who invited you is larger than the size cap, it started overriding other save files to save that name. Your computer starts training as an executable code instead of a username, and they can edit other files on your computer. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. So, so, you, so apparently it's been fixed, yeah. though, right? They, they, they've, they've, they've uh, I, I think they were it. still up, uh, investigating it. Okay, cool. I'm, well, I've, I mean, I wasn't rushing back to Titanfall 2, but I mean, like to be fair, it's, it's, 
fantastic FPS, but I'm just going off uh, from memory here, so don't take this as gospel. But I think it was back on Father's Day in the States mm. that they the like Apex completely went down too because hackers were messing around with code and yeah, I, I feel like respawn like with Titanfall two and Apex hasn't really catched a break over the last few months. No, nah, well, not I mean. You have an online game, I suppose it's always the risk, right? Um, I see uh, Kiku in the chat there has just said, apparently the guy who showed EA how to fix it was the guy who hacked it in the first place. So, uh, I mean, again, I don't know how true that is because, again... Wait, Kiku, good guy hacker trying to get a job story or...? Um, I mean, maybe maybe he wants a job in marketing. We're all about creating problems and then creating solutions <laughs> for them. <laughs> Fuck off. I need to be careful my boss listens to this. Um <laughs> Have you heard about gambling? No, no, I won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, saying that, like, I mean, there's been cases in the past where hackers have been beneficial, like what GTA 5 reducing the load screen time. Wasn't that in the... Well, that was, yeah, that was a more of a mod, I think. But yeah, you're talking about, oh, the GTA Online stuff. Yeah, they yeah. implemented that, yeah. Um, Just like, all right, cool. You actually, like, fixed the problem for us. We'll hire you. I mean, hey, you know, that's, that's, that's one way to, to find talent, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That basically respawn came out and said we do not believe there are any more serious risks to affected players on their machines. Right. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So, um, Kiku in the chat says that apparently the hackers were hacking Timefall Two with no repercussions, so they decided to hack Apex as well to show that EA weren't basically just weren't doing enough to <laughs> to secure things. Which I was like, it's, I don't know if that's the the. I mean, there's one squeaky wheel and all that sort of stuff, but um, not really a great way to Leave- garner people to your course. Right. Yeah, leave respawn alone. They're a good studio. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You, uh, I'm I'm just a massive fan of Timefall though. Timefall's great. I, I Miss uh, Geek, you played any? Um, I don't know because you you play a fair amount of FPS, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I played a little bit. Yeah. I I think I think Timefall Two is like is one of those must play FPSs for for people because it's like it has it is in terms of even just like the the single player stuff because I mean I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't play well with others but. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's time like, for one, avoid. Yeah, exactly. Avoid time for one, but time for two is just like, it's just top. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, what else? I loved all of them. Uh, I, 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 I think time for one was amazing. No, nah, it's, it's okay. Um, it was good. It was, it was like, to me, it was back in that 2014 stage where we got like Destiny. And I actually mm. liked the original Destiny. And this was before. I think everything started becoming backwards compatible in 2015. Yeah, because they had the they released it on mm. three on the um the 360 and the Xbox yeah. One as well. Th- those were some of the good games that were like the calm before the storm for me. Fair, fair. Well, because you you got really into achievement hunting around that time, right? That was yeah. I think 2014 was. I think 2013, 2014, I maxed out 100k. 2015, when they wow. had backwards compatibility, it was just. <laughs> crazy start doing like 150 to 200,000 a year wow still nuts yeah that's that's more recent though like back then it would have been like 50 to 100 well yeah nowadays it's like well i mean we'll talk about it (laughs) nowadays it's like 5k update why is it 5k update to a game or you know here's his his easy you know 10 games you can finish in an hour like okay cool that's that's a great use of my time um (laughs) achievement hunting is not glamorous anymore unfortunately i don't know if it ever was but it certainly isn't now (laughs) 
Only on PlayStation, right? Because you get a cool trophy. See that, yeah. And so we <laughs> we, we we bitch and moan about this all the time, but that's that's we the one. It. We need some sort of like you know platinum trophy dance. equivalent to be like, hey, you mm. know, just to you know be like, hey, you walk into the room, you're like, you know, I've got like you know a thousand of these things. Not a big deal. Don't worry about it. And it's like all those time you spend, it's it's not a waste mm. because look at this. Yeah, absolutely. Paperweight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really, yeah. really want something like like in the three sixty, getting achievements, getting like you know avatar items, stuff like that. Some sort like of such a simple thing to push people. Yeah, to. but I guess the thing is that's that's extra on the on the devs, right? Mm. And and because Xbox isn't the dominant platform for most developers at the moment, it's uh, it's it can be a bit of a hard ask for extra features on an Xbox that won't be on a PlayStation. See the reality that we live in. Uh, Back in the uh, the other horse, <laughs> not not you know not the that I mind, but pony, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sony pony, yes. Um, I'm only saying that for CJ, you know that. Yeah, well, I, I, I got a nice message from CJ actually today saying it's good to see you back on the trash, mate. And I said, <laughs> and I said, cheers. This is exactly how I want to be spending my time uh, playing some of some of the you know the shortest worst games I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, for oh, they can't course. all be that bad. No, most of them were okay, but um, the 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 one with the the dinosaurs was very strange. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's been some decent ones lately. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's good. Um, all right, do you want talk about talk, the? Yeah, let's talk about Alan Wake because I'm I want to. Okay, cool. Want to geek out about this a little bit? Yeah. So um, so there there was some there was some leak stuff uh, the other uh, earlier this week that uh, there was going to be an Alan Wake remaster coming out uh, for the PlayStation and the Xbox, and so they confirmed it uh, today, I believe. Was it confirmed um, during the Sony show? Yeah, so Sony did a show today. A lot of really interesting stuff on there um, that I'm super excited for. Uh, but they they also when confirmed we can get a PS5. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once that's yeah, that's going to be the thing. Is I'm surprised they didn't say yeah. Hey, also you know we. Asterix, if you can purchase the console that the game was intended for. Well, that, I think that's why all the games are coming out in 2023 because that's literally you'll you'll be able to get them in a bundle with the only consoles available. So I think yeah. they've they've, mm. they've 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 got it down to a science. I think. Uh, so yeah, so Remedy's basically come out and said, "Hey, you know, we're going to be doing uh, Alan Wake Remastered, and it's coming out like in October, I think." October fifth, off the top of my head. Yeah, which is like that's really soon. Um, Less than four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, can, can I just say the first thing that I noticed with it mm-hmm. when I was looking at the pricing, thirty-one dollars in Australia. That's a good deal. Canadians like thirty dollars. Um, I think. Yeah, I think US is thirty dollars. Wow. Like Not bad. we usually, we usually like, all right, cool. US is $30, $60 game for us. Mm. It's nice to see a remaster, you know, decently priced for us that I can actually get day one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. A good one that you know that is a good. Maybe. maybe I should say good, great game. Maybe that'll be one of our contest games for, uh, for next month. Yeah. Um, mm. I think so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know. So you you play, have you guys played Alan Wake? Actually, just I played just, half of it. See, I never did. Oh, I've so. never played it because I think I came in just after the popularity kind of died down. Sure. And then now it's like, oh, remaster! I heard this is the best game to play. It's one of Remedy's best, apparently. So I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Because I really liked Quantum Break, and that I think that was my first foray into Remedy games. Right, right. Um, Control was all right, but Quantum Break was really amazing. So if it's as good as that, then I'm hyped. I want another Quantum Break. 
Yeah, oh yeah. I, I, or another style game like that. Just, that would be cool. I, love it. I, I mean, I, I like all of Remedy stuff for the most part. Um, yeah, like even the original Max Payne's are just absolute classic games. Alan Wake... Not achievement-wise. No, well, definitely, <laughs> definitely not. But um, that's fine. Like, again, I, I, you know, I did play video games before achievements as well. You know, before the 7th of the 7th of the 7th, I did play other games, mostly on the PlayStation, yeah. I will admit. Um, but... My only worry is that Alan Wake in terms of like story is like fantastic. Like I love it. And also because it ties in with control. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers for control, but there Alan Wake has cameo yeah. stuff in there and they show that it's in the same universe. So now that kind of like puts a, an interesting light on the game itself. If you can hear it. Yeah, if you yeah, for some reason if you can hear it yeah i don't know i still don't understand how you keep running into technical issues i i, I don't know why control was just those dlcs were just a massive tech mm. issue for mm. me um but my only worry is that alan wake is is such a cool game in terms of like the narrative and, and where it goes and sort of stuff but the combat i don't know how well it's going to have aged at this point because that's an old game i mean they might be doing some updates to it again like we don't know until we have hands-on with it but they was American Nightmare the one that had a better combat yeah, system? Yeah, so so they released American Nightmare as a downloadable. It was supposed to be kind of, the, the talk was it was kind of a test bed for the second game that they were working on. Um, mm. That ended up not happening and they ended up doing Quantum Break instead. Um, but yeah, they had like a slightly improved combat system. So I'm hoping that they might maybe roll it into it. But then again, that might be too much work for like a remaster yeah. as opposed to like a full on remake. Because um, it is only a couple of generations old. So I mean, that. It's apparently going to have 4K visuals, though. It's going to include the DLC, um, and they're going to include an extra commentary track from uh, from Sam Lake, the, the creative Ooh. director, which is cool. He's the guy who plays Alan Wake, and he's also... Um, he plays, uh, was it Dr. Darling in, um, in, in Control? Yeah. Um, which I just... I love it. He, he camps it up yeah. so much. And then just that 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 last video that you see of him, I won't spoil it, but there, there, there involves a guitar, and it's just... It's absolutely incredible. And if, oh, you, haven't, mm. if yeah. you haven't seen the video, you need to get to the end of control and just watch it. Um, or just look it up online. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It's still hilarious. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited. I'll, I'll, I'll probably pick this up or, or, you know, I mean, it's the kind of thing that probably will come to Game Pass at some stage. Um, but it's also yeah. the kind of thing I want to support mm. because it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a classic original uh, 360 game that really was, um, was really like un- unlike anything we'd seen before. So going back to the, I guess, the events of Control, the DLC and that, likelihood of a sequel? Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I think this is basically buttering up the oh, y- PlayStation yeah. side. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be a little bit careful about how I... Um... <laughs> oh, sorry, that's uh, just Alison in the it's, chat. Yeah, just sorry. That... <laughs> Uh, just uh, pink uh, piano sunshine my, my fiance just reminded me that uh that i talk about my uh my xbox anniversary more than i talk about <laughs> her and i's anniversary which is true because you know one of them's way more important than the other um, i said i've said it before i will say it again you need to make sure that you're getting married on the 7th the 7th <laughs> just uh i mean i mean if you want it to be your day then you're gonna have to take it to be, fair, to be fair, it was her idea. She was like, yeah, let's just get married on the same day that like, we have like our like, you know, getting together anniversary. So I don't, I don't have to remember two different dates. So I don't want to hear it. All right. I don't want to hear about this. This is, I'm going to completely throw her under the bus because that's just unbelievably calling me out on my own show. Hey, um, I have got a valid point. Yes. <laughs> the, the audio listeners are going to love this. This is, this is why you guys need to be in Twitch and just watch all the, the shit posting going on in the chat that I have to try and ignore. 
Or if you can't uh, catch the uh, the show, like just catch a recap on Twitch <laughs> or YouTube. Yeah, or... you know the other way. See, see, I know everything about romance. My name is an anagram of romance. Oh, geez, now, if you don't know what an anagram is, talk to uh, talk to Charlotte. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk, <laughs> talk, talk to Charlotte. Um, we'll, well, I'll use that. I'll use that for my next clue for um for word challenge for next week. Um. What was I talking about? Alan Wake. I'm, oh, yeah. So, so control. <laughs> see, I'm completely off topic. Um, so control. So the second control DLC basically ends with it, it ends with a thing saying, "Oh, hey, um, we're seeing another altered world event, but it's happening in the future at the bright at Bright Falls." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. So it's you, you're basically saying, oh yeah, we're working on another Alan Wake game. Yes, please stop bothering us about this. Yes, it will be. <laughs> yes, it will be sometime in the next year or two. Um, so." Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm almost certain that this is going to be like, yeah, let's remind people about Alan Wake. And because it's going to be Remedy bringing out on all consoles because they won't have an Xbox exclusive contract, most likely, um, it makes sense for them to release a remaster on all the consoles because people on PlayStation have potentially never played the game. Mm. So, I mean, I, I encourage anyone who's got a PlayStation to, or, or an Xbox to, to pick this up when it comes out because I absolutely love it. My, my main thing is I'm wondering whether they're still going to have all the Energizer batteries everywhere because that was that. I remember mm-hmm. that. They had this was during the period where they had like weird product placement in video games. So every battery that you pick up for your flashlight was an energizer, and like there were like <laughs> Verizon billboards all over the place and stuff, which is funny because your cell reception didn't work and the batteries ran out of juice <laughs> in about five seconds. So I don't, I think, I don't know if that quite went the way they wanted it to, but uh, yeah. Um, anyway, I'm rambling, but yes, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm definitely going to play it. Uh, and then Cameron, let's. Uh, you want to get into our last uh, controversial story here, the, the the one that the one that I'm sure has been talked to death on every podcast. Do you, uh, do you want to do you want to cover this one? Sure. Okay. You so, know a bit more. Yeah. So um, there's there's been some some controversy following uh, a statement from Tripwire. Uh, Tripwire Interactive are a uh, publisher and developer. Uh, you may developed know. Maneater and Ma- published Man-Eater. Killing Floor Two. Uh, I think they developed Killing Floor Two. They published okay. um, Chivalry. Um, and so, so they, oh, do, yeah, yeah. So, so they have um, Torn Banner Studios and Shipwright Studios that basically come out. Anyway, I'm putting the uh, cut before the horse. Basically, uh, their, um, their, C- their CEO at the time uh, and one of their owners, uh, John Gibson, basically came out saying uh, that he was proud of what the US Supreme Court did about the, uh, the Texas abortion law, which, you know, I'm not, we won't get into it, but. Um, We'll just say that he got called out by literally every single person who read the tweet. I'm pretty sure. Um, I haven't seen a ratio like this in quite a while. Uh, I mean, you know, personally, I'm quite happy that he did get called out for that because it's it's you know, pretty, a pretty horrific thing to say. Mm. Um, people talking about freedom, freedom of speech is yes, you have freedom of speech, but you don't have freedom from consequence. And as a consequence of this, basically, a bunch of people came out saying, including um, I think it was like uh, Corey Barlog um, of uh, the God of War studio fame and uh, clip one Cliff Blazinski of the, uh, the old Gears of War uh, basically came out, you know, condemning it along with a bunch of other people. Hmm. Uh, and then of course, yeah, Torn Banner and Chivalry and a bunch of other developers who were involved with, uh, uh, with, uh, with uh, Tripwire basically come out saying that they, they're going to be canceling their contracts. And they don't want to be involved anymore. And then about, a day later, and this was over a labor weekend. So, you know, most of the US was off. So they obviously mm. moved very, very quickly on this. 
basically coming out saying that John Gibson has, has stepped down. Um, they don't reflect their views of, of the, the employees and such and the usual PR stuff. Um, and that their uh, the vice president is now going to be taking over as interim CEO, wants to apologize, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I don't know. There's, it, it's, it's more just, I just kind of wanted to say, fuck this guy and just, just kind of like, just, you know, publicly because that, you know, like I just don't want to have any, any kind of support for that, for that kind of behavior. Um, it, my, my main worry though, is that, you know, he's still like, he stepped down as CEO, but you know, he still owns, he's still an owner of the company. He's still on the board and stuff like it. He's I'm still not, embedded. He's still embedded in the company. Like, it's not like they kicked him out or anything like that. It was more just like, um, my worry is that this is like a, oh, we need to get this PR nightmare taken care of and we'll just sweep it under the rug. And then after a week, everyone will forget about it, which is probably, unfortunately, what will happen. Um, I don't know. Does anyone want to wade into the controversy on the, with their thoughts? I mean, just 100% the exact same thoughts. Yeah. Like I just saw it. I'm just like, cool. So you really want to go down that, that path and just... <sighs> I, I just... I'm just like how. Yeah, who's I mean, the, the thing is that like, you know, look, I, I think I think what you said before is great. Just like freedom, uh, like sure you have freedom of speech, but you don't have freedom from uh, from consulate. consequence. God damn it! <laughs> Can't say anything right. Anyway, <laughs> no, but 100 what you said before. Yeah, there's no I, such thing as freedom from cons- uh, consequence. Yeah, there sure. we go. You, you 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 can do what you want. You can say what you like, but like. It's good. If it comes back to bite you in the ass, that's really, you've only got yourself to blame. If only that applies here in Australia. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. you know, sometimes I'm like, I, I look over the ditch and I'm like, you know, I could move to Australia and, and you know, no. I, I was like, I could, I could potentially, you know, double my salary and, you know, and then I'm like, salary, but everything else. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally everything else. I'm like, yeah. also, you know, like poisonous spiders, uh, poisonous politicians. Um, <laughs> Just you know, it's not people... so bad if you come to Melbourne, right? Yeah, it's like, I, I love Melbourne. <laughs> like I, I love Melbourne. Melbourne's great. Um, what was what was that stat, Alison? What was that stat you told me about coffee drinkers in Melbourne? What? What was this, the coffee thing in Melbourne? Oh, the... thank God I'm regional. <laughs> thank God I'm regional. <laughs> yeah, you way. escaped today. Today? Uh, yeah, we got out of lockdown today. I went down the street, and it's basically <laughs> Christmas. Nobody wearing masks. And it's just like, cool, wonder how we got into the situation in the first place. Yeah, I've forgotten what the outside looks like, but um, <laughs> but you, you yeah. got your lawnmower though, right? I got my lawnmower and my whip sniffer today. I spent well, $1,000 and I'm just, ugh. You're re- ready for the next lockdown then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good though, I can actually start ca- taking care of my new house. Yeah, that's no, good, that's good. Um, yeah, but apparently Melbourne has like the highest number of, coffee drinkers per capita and they have like an average seven yeah. cups of coffee a day out. oh my god <laughs> and like it gets like i was learning about it because we went to melbourne for packs a couple mm-hmm. years back um and so i was just learning all the stuff about melbourne it's like yeah every every second shop was a coffee shop and i was like oh oh okay right and they, everyone was very very caffeinated um and as someone mm. who doesn't drink coffee i was like wow that's it explains that makes so much sense now why there's so many protests it's like people yeah. need their coffee yeah exactly <laughs> they're like they're like what they're like what i, I can't make this at home you kidding me? I, I I have seven baristas that I have to maintain a personal relationship with. And if I do not see them and they forget my name, they will forget my order. And they, they, it'll, it'll be cats and dogs living together. You know, like I just, 
<sighs> Think about yeah. Alex. The only thing is probably open is a French. Um... <laughs> <laughs> just calling out Alex from one of the old RGS stories. Just like when we went for breakfast one day. Yeah. To so... this fancy. Sorry, you, you say it. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. So, so. Where we went, when we went to PAX a couple of years ago, we were like, oh, hey, you know, we want to do some touristy stuff while we're there. So we'll just look up a few food places rather than just, you know, going to McDonald's every day for, for breakfast or whatever. And so we pick out this place that's like, like kind of like semi-fancy. It's like a brunch place. And Allison was like, oh, you know, this looks cute. I've heard good things. Um, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, I think it was called like the hardware store or something. Um, was there was like, like no eggs or like, what was that book? Yeah, they had like a, yeah, they had, they, you went in there and there was a book that they were selling called No Eggs on Toast. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and so we went there with, with some of our other uh, RGS friends, um, one of which, Alex, who was, pre, pre, who was a host on the show, uh, was reading through the menu and it took him a while to realize that half of it was in French. He was very confused. Um, and then it was, it was quite literally though, with that though, one side English, one side French. And he kept on looking in the right hand side and he's like, why can't I understand this menu? <laughs> and I remember just going to him, just like, buddy, 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 buddy. Just move the paper a little bit to your left. <laughs> oh! It all suddenly made sense, you know? Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> but the, the, so that, that was the beginning of it. And so we're all sitting around um, and, we're, you know, we're feeling a little bit out of place. And then he, uh, and so then he just, he's like, yeah, no, I was like, I don't know what half the stuff on this menu is. Even he's found the English part, but he still doesn't get it. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, we, we, you know, we order a few things and he just goes like, yeah, can I just get like, you know, a couple of sausages and like some eggs? Yeah. Just can I get a big brekkie? Big brekkie. And I was like, oh no. Okay. All right. I should have really should have sent the menu to him beforehand or something. Really? She's like, just, you know, not like, look, hey, then- look, look, I, I am, I am a hundred percent a, a, a big believer in the big brekkie. Um, but, uh, but it was just, it uh, wasn't quite the time or the place. The, the um, five and te- the five to 10 com Sorry, the five to ten minute conversation between him and the waitress. <laughs> just, it was, just, it was, it was very, she was like it was very painful. She just was not was, getting it. Yeah, was, he, was, he, he was, he was kind of just like trying to put his foot down and just like, no, I, I don't think you understand. I need a big breakfast. It's like, yeah, no. And do you have like hash browns? Like just like five of them. He's, he's a big guy. He's, a, he's a big tall. He's like, a, he's like six foot five. So he's like, he's like, no, I need like, I need like literal some fuel for walking around the convention all day. <laughs> It was great. Oh my great. gosh. Yeah. One so of my favorite is, memories. It was great. That's why I want to go back to PAX. Um, and then we, and then that for dinner the previous night, we ate fried chicken in a basement. So I was just, oh. yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> highly, highly recommended. Yeah. Highly recommended. The first time I met Matt and Kirby was in a, ba- no, wait. No, it was the first time I met yeah, you. Yeah. It was, first, yeah, it was first in a basement met. eating fried chicken. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was a somewhat, it, there were other people in the basement. We didn't just, you know, rent one out for the fried chicken. It was actually a restaurant, but it just happened to be in a, in a basement. And I rocked up like, what was it? 15 minutes before close. And I'm just like, pretty much. Just had cool. I've driven and- like six hours to be here. Can you just, just make chicken, anything? Mate? Yeah. Just, just order some chicken, man. Um, Melbourne's biggest uh, as, but to, to put a cap on that story, Melbourne's great. Highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, so Tripwire is in a bit of in a bit of hot water, and I just don't think that I like. I think this is going to be the kind of thing that just gets swept under the rug, and we're like, okay, well, the the the, the person it seems to have been punished, you know. But I think it comes back to the conversation that we've had before on the podcast, whether uh, separating the art from the artist. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I guess that's that's the question for, for for both of you, I suppose. Is that like is is this the kind of thing that would make you want to like stop playing a game from that studio? Like, where, where do you have a stand on that? Are you not sure? Like, is it case by case? Because like it's like I don't think there's a wrong answer. 
You know, like there's, there, mm. there are people out there who say, you know, well, like I don't really care who makes the game. It's not about who makes it. It's about the game itself. And <sighs> I guess the, the other thing is that like, and like, yeah, like, like Cameron said, we've talked about before is that like games are made by so many people. Mm. If, if you want to live in a society where you, you don't want to play a game with anyone whose views don't exact hundred percent align with yours, you probably not, you probably can't play any video game because realistically, you know, you have 50 people working on a game. Some of them you know gonna, what one bad egg spoiling is pretty yeah much. i was gonna i mean yeah like realistically i mean some of them are gonna be bigots unfortunately mm. like that's just the reality that we live in which sucks and i fucking hate it um because it means you know it's just like you just you feel bad because it's like i'm i'm inadvertently supporting people who just you know have horrible beliefs and, and support horrible things but it's like where do you draw the line with my mono with it is pretty much just like i i think they've done the appropriate action here they've done as most as what they can do. And I'm happy to support Chivalry 2 and Man Eater and those kind of games because I, I think the studio is in the right here. Mm. When it's a case of the studio, like, I mean, we're not going to go into the Activision Blitzer stuff, but that is a case of that I will no longer support basically until they fix their shit. Yeah. No, I, mm. I, I think it comes down to like, it's, it's fine to separate people. Um, like especially if the studio is doing the right thing, but if the studio continues not to change their ways, mm. yeah, and I agree. I think it'll be the same with Ubisoft too if we find out more stuff coming out in the future. Yeah, well, apparently they've been making some changes there, but it's still like you know, some of them are saying that it's getting better, and some of them are saying that it's not. Skeptical. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, I've, mm. I'm I'm always skeptical of of anything involving big corporations because at the end of the day, they aren't our friends. They just want us to buy their mm. products, but. But see, that's the problem with when you have the massive global team in the US and the UK and Canada who are the perpetrators of all these issues, but then the local offices here in Australia and New Zealand, I, sh- I should say just Australia because what's New Zealand? Yeah, I was going to say, Zealand, <laughs> look, New Zealand usually isn't even on the map, let, let yeah. alone having an office here. You kidding me? I, I was trying, we were trying to work, trying to get someone who has like, you know, has Google expertise in country and has an office here. And everyone's like, yeah, we've got like a satellite office, but all of the technical, oh my people, gosh. All the technical people live in Australia. They've got like one, they've got like a secretary and like one person who like, you know, manages the office. And I was like, oh, great. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I mean, you still have a Microsoft there. So. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they, can, they can host a, a launch event here, but they can't get us a fucking, you know, server. To, <laughs> yeah. still, still waiting on xCloud, still waiting. Not, not better or anything. They want an excuse to go to, uh, what is it, uh, Fettiburg? Yeah, Fettiburg, yeah. That's all all that was. They just (laughs) want an excuse. Yeah, they say they want an excuse to go to Fettiburg and and go and ski on Cadrona. Yeah, that makes sense. I can understand. Oh, we've got like this console. Like these apparently really nice burgers. It's it's like the Michelin star thing all again, yeah? Michelin star. The fun fact I learned about the Michelin star this week, just like people Mm -hmm. originally, uh, the tires were done so well. Uh, and people weren't traveling far enough to wear them out. So what they did was invent the Michelin star to get them to travel uh, to these <laughs> far out places. Oh, wow. Perfect oh, marketing. Yeah, absolutely. That's all that. I mean, like that's, that's not even like a tinfoil hat thing. Like that's confirmed. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, imagine, imagine all the other, you know, secret shit that's going on. Um, mm. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's for my conspiracy theory podcast that I'm going to be spinning off. Um, make sure you wear your tinfoil hats. and your- You guys got a game called after your national bird. Kiwi. Uh, did we, yeah. kiwi? The, the kiwi game 
Ki- Kiwi. Oh yeah, I guess it's so. the one where you play as Kiwi, sending out parcels and packages yeah, and super, things. It yeah, is very cute. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I've never heard of this one. It's it's really good. You I should check it out. out. It's actually yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's cute. Um, you get to dress up your Kiwis. Oh, <laughs> I mean, and Kiwis as birds are just adorable. Apparently, we're not allowed them as pets. Um, no, which is yeah, it's really they would un- survive better, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what I that was my argument. I mean, I did like you know, I, I you know, to be fair, as as news goes in New Zealand, there was a news story about a kiwi wandering into someone's house and that made national news. So, um, it was a national it news. Been, I mean, okay. I've got kangaroos <laughs> out the back, like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair, fair. That's yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, um, kiwi, kiwis are a little bit more endangered though, um, but apparently mm. they weren't allowed to keep the kiwi, he had to wander back off. Ah, uh. nah. <laughs> um but yeah you're right you're right about the satellite office thing it's like yeah like mm. what are we it, it, it's it's the decisions of of the heads of these companies that really ends up biting the consumers and the people under them who you know mm. at the end of the day are just trying to you know make a living and and work in an industry in which they almost certainly have a massive passion for and they're probably being mm. underpaid and taken advantage of yeah exactly it's just, it's just really yeah it's like it's a it's a really just it's a shit situation all the way down unfortunately mm. um and that's why it's that whole um, the boys club mentality that they were talking about, right? I mean, if you've got good people in leadership, it kind of trickles down. But if you've got really interesting, I want to say, people <laughs> right at the top, then that's going to cause an effect that's going to just spread throughout the company and the company culture changes, which is why, you know, you really need to focus on hiring the right people straight off the bat. But we won't yeah. go into that because that's another story. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess, cause the thing is, is that like it, and e- even, even if you're going to be a total dick about it and be like, I don't care. Like I, I just care about video games. I don't care about the surrounding what goes into making them because there's no such thing as ethical consumption and the, you know, capitalism is the worst thing in the world. Season, season means of production. Like I trust me, I get it. I get it. I know I'm a hypocrite, but I get it. Um, but it's like, even, even, even if you just care about the video games themselves, this kind of stuff still impacts games people who are people who are overworked and and underappreciated and you know just and the 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 boys club mentality having all their ideas shot down and just you know having poor leadership that affects the how good the video games are at the end of the day even if you just Mm -hmm. want to be a cold capitalist about it like Mm -hmm. you're getting inferior products from these people because they're just not being treated well Mm -hmm. and like yeah so i mean like it's it's just it's it's a no-brainer to just have you know well again like you're, you're you're right you would think it's a no-brainer you would think it's a no-brainer. but yeah we, we won't get too deep into it because yeah we'll, we'll and you know i'll, I'll land it it's it's a master's thesis you know that you mm. need to talk about this. absolutely and <laughs> oh, we could know, spend I, hours on this and we ha- and we i'm sure i will like <laughs> i i love standing on my soapbox and bitching and moaning um that's half the reason we do this show but you know, the other half is uh to talk about what we've been playing so you, you I, skipped a part oh uh, what did i skip Talk about the games coming to Game oh, Pass. Talking, thought, all right, all right. You can talk. You, tell me what's coming to Game Come Pass. Come on, I'm allowed to. I'm yeah, allowed right, to promote right, Game Pass. You, a little. you cool. can talk about Game Pass. All cool. Right. Uh, all right. So <laughs> Game Pass games you, getting. If added. you hear this, he ruins my perfect segue. I just, I completely nailed that, and he's just like, "Oh, mate, I've got the segment that we don't do normally <laughs> that I've just, I've just squeezed in here that I was trying to just smooth over." I told I him last week that I was adding it. Yeah, I right, go for it, mate. What do you got? Cool. Uh, all right, so getting added to Game Pass, we have Breath Edge. Uh, sorry, these games all come out September 9th. Breath Edge, Nuclear Throne, The Artful Escape, which I started playing today, is amazing. Uh, we've got Flynn, Son of Crimson coming out September 15th. I Am Finch on 16th and Aragami 2 on the 17th, which is the sequel to the games of God from last year. 
Yeah, I believe. Yeah, Origami. Looks great. One. Nice uh, leading suit in mid of the month, you have Red Dead Online, Throne Breaker, The Witcher Tales, Hotshot Racing, The Dark Crystal, Matt's favorite game, and uh, Forza Motorsport 7. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll talk about the... Uh, now do we want to get into games that you've been playing so you can talk? Yes. Bitch and moan about that one. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm going to just... Yeah, let's... Okay, let's get the list out. Okay. So I have been playing a lot this week. Um, so uh, for those who don't know, I, I have the highest gamer score in Oceania uh, for New Zealand and Australia, uh, sitting at just shy of 1.7 million. You want a trophy or two for it? I do have a couple. Of, <laughs> I do have a, I have a couple of trophies, a hoodie, and and a, um, a Series X to show for it. So one of our uh, esteemed community members, Mephisto, has decided that uh, that he doesn't like me at that top spot anymore, and uh, has has cast the gauntlet and uh, put a, a challenge up on True Achievement, saying that uh, he plans to overtake me by uh, October thirty first. Uh, he so when he did that, he was about fifty thousand away or so. Um, 50, 60,000, um, which is still a fair amount of gamer score, um, but not insurmountable for someone who plays as much as he does. Um, and I was, in, I was umming and ahhing about it going, ah, you know, like I've been doing this for a long time. I don't really mind that much. I mean, it's Oceania. Like I still have New Zealand because he's in Australia. And like the person, the, the next closest person in New Zealand has only had like half of what I have. So I don't, you know, even if I died, they probably would never take over me. Um, but then I decided, you know what, fuck him. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm not letting him take that spot. Um, so I have been playing as much and just, I only found out about this two days ago. So I have been trying to catch up as much as I can in the last two days to basically pivot from my usual strategy of completing games on Game Pass and just fixing things up to playing as much as humanly possible every bit of trash that I can find. So um, if I go through the list, I, you know, I'm just going to list them off because, you know, like we don't really need to talk about them too much because most of them are absolutely awful. Uh, or at least if not awful, just, you know, really just... Talk more. about the standouts. Yeah. Um, so um, I did uh, Blaze and the Monster Machines because that was free for about an hour or two, um, which is really unfortunate for them. They, they made the game free. Uh, it wasn't supposed to come out till the end of October, like the 1st of October um but they obviously put it up on the store for a little bit um so we've got that free they've revoked everyone's license but i've got it done already uh i ran through poi which is a quite a fun little platformer um it's, it's cute uh, i remember when it was in early access it's kind of like a, a light mario game uh, i played stone which is a it feels like i think it's like an australian student film where you play like a, a chain smoking drinking koala is, is that a film victoria game or i think so something like that yeah um it was, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's not that good, but um, it's 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 like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's interesting to say it's, the least. It's interesting. You you ba- you. It's all anthropomorphic animals, and you're basically going through your your boyfriend's been kidnapped, and you're trying to find him. Um, but it's just kind of the voice acting is obviously not super super well done. They didn't have a lot of great equipment, um, and it's a bit janky. But whatever, it's short. Uh, I played a game called Little Little Lily Princess. I, I don't know. It was whatever. I just skipped through it. It was done. Uh, I played a really interesting one called When the Past Was Around. It's a point and click adventure with no dialogue. It's all told through images, and it's it's about a story about a about a girl who's uh, who's going through the stages of grief um, when her partner dies. Um, it's very it's very it's beautiful and touching, and it's like it's very simple. There's not a lot to it. Um, like the puzzles are quite simple, but it's all just like it's it's got really nice music and, and just a really nice visual art style. So I definitely recommend that. Um, I also played Donuts and Justice, which is a trash side scroller. Uh, Retrace Memories of Death, which was a 
Um, it's kind of like a puzzle. It's, it's like a top-down puzzle game where you basically replay the same day over and over from different perspectives, trying to solve, solve like an overall, it's like Groundhog Day, but with more death. Um, played a bunch of visual novels, like uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine visual novels um, that I just skipped through. Um, I couldn't tell you what the story was. Uh, I played a game called Whiskey Mafia, which I skipped the story of that too. It wasn't very good. Uh, Blitzbreaker, which was that one puzzle one that I was talking about that has spikes on it. That was kind of cute. Uh, Skate Master. Uh, uh, is this and- Skate Master like, Technica or something like that? I, I think the T is silent. So I think it's Chicho. Okay. Oh, Chicho, okay. Chicho. Um, yeah, it's a side-scrolling skateboarding game that you can literally finish in 10 minutes. Uh, Hell Breaches, which is some side-scrolling platformer, and then In the Rays of the Light, which is a walking simulator. Uh, which also has a stack, yeah? It does have a stack, which I'll play yeah. at some stage. So those, that's that's the trash. That's out of the way. Um, they've also played a couple like Mix-Up and Roundabout and all that kind of stuff. Um, what I've actually been playing, playing, has been... Uh, the Last Stop, so the Annapurna game that came out on Game Pass, I don't know if it was last month or the month before, um, Telltale style game where you play through the perspective of three different characters who kind of intersect, um, all having like weird things happening to them and they're trying to figure out like what's going on. Um, I saw it described as like half of a good Doctor Who episode and I kind of agree, like it's, it's British, it's very British. Um, it's okay. Um, the performances, like in terms of like the character stuff is not bad, but the story is like really weak and kind of like loses the plot. Like it just kind of goes completely off the rails in the last half an hour. Uh, and just kind of like, I wasn't really, I wasn't really digging it. Like it has some like cute dialogue and stuff and like some interesting character mechanics, but like, I wasn't overly impressed, unfortunately, kind of, kind of let me down a little bit. Uh, I also played the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics because it's leaving Game Pass. And my God, is this a boring game? It is a grid-based tactical game where you recruit a bunch of characters from, I guess, the TV show or the, the Netflix show, which is a prequel to Dark Crystal. Uh, and then you just go around beating people up. It's, it's as simple as that. There's not really much to it. The story is throwaway. Um, and then they added an achievement in there for doing New Game Plus, for playing the entire game twice for no real reason. <sighs> Whatever. It's, 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 not, like, it's fine. Like, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. But it's just really all it is is just like fifty, basically fifty turn-based battles over and over again with no real interest or any intrigue or yeah, there's not nothing really much to it. Um, it's a shame. Like I feel like in a different kind of medium, they could have done something well with it. Like Stranger Things three. Works. Yeah, this exactly. Yeah, so they also did Stranger Things three, the game, and that's a surprisingly fun game. Like it was actually quite a bit to it. Um, like it wasn't overly complex, but it had an interesting style, um, had some good humor. The combat was okay. Um, I mean, to be fair, they, they did have the entirety of the season season three of Stranger Things to basically rip off the plot off. So they didn't have to do too yeah. much of the writing stuff, but it was pretty good. Um, and then the last thing is leaving Game Pass is Thronebreaker, The Witch's Tales. So um, I don't know. Did I talk a little bit about this last week? I did, yeah. I, I think you touched on it. Yes, yeah, I think I was about halfway through it. So I've just, I finished it. Um, re- actually, like, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it it got pretty challenging towards the end. You can skip most of the battles. Like it has really good accessibility options in terms of just being like, hey, this is too difficult. I want to just kind of move on and see the story and kind of just wander around and pick stuff up. It's all based on the Gwent card game, but a modified version of it. But my favorite thing about it is that there are a bunch of puzzle battles and the puzzle battles are, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, hey, you know, you need to beat this enemy uh, without 
damaging one of the other parts. So you have to, you have to give a set number of cards. You need to kind of figure out the order of what to use them in. Uh, all the way up into things like, okay, this game is a drinking game between two characters. So you have a bunch of cards to play and you have to try and figure out the order of, okay, I'm trying to, there's a dwarf and he can drink twice as much as I can. So I need to try and figure out a way of slowing him down and speeding me up using various cards and tricks and stuff. Um, and then there's also ones that's like, okay, this is a dungeon crawler. So you, you have a bunch of like the, the, the entire space is cards and you're on one corner and you have a bunch of guards who move each turn. And you have to try and use cards to get them to turn around and move between the areas to get to the other side of the, the playing field. So they, they varied up quite a bit. Uh, there was one that was called um, Stone Hearth, which uh, was basically based on the rules of Hearthstone in terms of like drawing cards and how you can play them and stuff. But I, I'd highly, highly recommend it. It's really, really cool. The story's great. It's got a lot of that Banner Saga, Banner Saga meets, um, uh, meets the was it, uh, Clash of Heroes, the Might of Magic game that was on the, the 360 and on the, um, the DS, where it's like the Match 3 game. So it's, it's, like, it's quite simplistic, but it's got a lot of interesting stuff they do with it. And I had a really, really great time. I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I was expecting. Um, so now I'm just kind of waiting for whatever's coming, leaving Game Pass next so I know what to work on. Um, but yeah, so anyway, that, that whole big list of games puts me at uh, 25,460 for this week, which is, uh, that's a, that's a very big week, even for me. We'll see. Uh, I don't think you've done a week like that since, um, Hall of Fame. Since Hall of Fame, basically yeah, last year. So it's, I've, I've had a year's worth of trash games piling up that I've just been like, well, we're just going to rush through these as quickly as possible and try to, you know, sleep as little as possible. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how a month. Like, I, I just loved how like he hasn't said anything in Discord for ages, and then the first thing I wake up to this morning is screenshot of your uh, of your profile with the latest five completions. It's like I don't know what I've done, but I think I deserve this. I mean, he did challenge me publicly. If he hadn't, <laughs> like you made up the point, if he hadn't said anything about it, I probably wouldn't have even noticed, and he would have just overtaken me. But you know, I gotta gotta protect the brand, right? Uh, but to, to be fair to Mephisto, he is he's a, he's an absolute top bloke, um, and we'll, we'll definitely if he we'll definitely get him on the show at some point because he's he's a fantastic guy. And if he does overtake me, there is there's no hard feelings whatsoever. He 100 percent deserves it. I'm just not going to make it easy for him. Uh, he's going to have to work for it. Yeah. And even then, you'll still be number one in New Zealand anyway. So it's like that's true. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's what's really important. You know, but big big fish, small pond. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, to our guest, yes. What, what have you been up to? Me? Oh, gosh. I haven't had any time to play any games this week, which is a nightmare. Uh, God, the last game I played was Psychonauts 2, which I still have yet to finish. Um, what do you think about it? I really liked it. Um, bar the opening scene, which is where you go into the mind of a dentist and everything is teeth and gums. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. otherwise it's been really good um i really like obviously the story is really good the artwork's very different um it's nice uh kind of having that real world mental health type um education as well around you know how you think is really important how you make mental connections can actually yield better results and things like that so i think you know it's very very different to what I'm very used to. Mm. Um, I think games like that are so good, um, not just for adults, but for kids as well, because it's just so eye-opening. And it's, it's actually, again, another game like Flight Simulator, where it's like, it's perfectly timed with lockdown. Because <laughs> you kind of like, I mean, I was telling my partner that um, 
when you play that game, you're stuck in lockdown, you're, you know, constantly kind of feeling cooped up and, you know, a lot of what you think is very negative and it's like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. When are we going to get out? We'll never get out. And it's all this doom and gloom. And then you play this game and it's like, hey, did you think about it this way? And you're like, ah, oh, mm. hmm. So I think it was really powerful in that sense. And, and I really liked it for that. But I absolutely couldn't stand the first scene. Especially yeah. the bits when you're like pulling the teeth the out. Ooh, oh, and the can't zip, do that. The zip with ah. Oh no! I, yeah, no, I couldn't do that. They, I, it they, took me a while to realize what that zip was actually opening, and I looked at it and I was like, "Yeah, no, what? it's <laughs> yeah, no." They, I'm, I'm glad they called it out, like because they had the, the content filter at the beginning, saying, "Hey, you know, we're yeah. gonna talk about some psychological stuff and also some fucked mm-hmm. up dentist stuff, just <laughs> just so you're aware." And it's like it's only the first level, and it's pretty lighthearted, but. Yeah, yeah. It, it, even I was like, like I'm like teeth is like the one thing I'm just like, Ugh. it just puts me on edge. So yeah, it was was pretty rough. But I think for me, the, the worst part was seeing the teeth were fine. You know, it's like okay, fine, it's teeth, and seeing the gums, it's like okay, fine, it's gums. But seeing like this massive hole with like the gums kind of flapping about, and you're oh. just like, oh, why? Oh, uh, there was the part with the pick that's just constantly mashing oh. on a tooth, and I'm just like, ah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sure the audio listeners are like having fun visualizing all yeah, this. Yeah. If, if, if they need to visualize it, they need to play Psychonauts too. They just, I mean, they need to go to a dentist. Exactly. Yeah, actually, true. Yeah, it's um, but yeah, it's like that's almost certainly my game of the year. I'm, I'm. It's between mm. that and Hades for me. It's just been yeah, such, yeah. Such no, it's a really good, game. good. I've still been putting off Hades because um, I really like the look of it, but my partner's played it right through the end, and he's like you're not going to be able to play it. You know wow. how you say you're a noob? You're not going to be able to play it. I'm like, but it looks so good. You put it on You put it on God mode. Every time you die, you gain two, <laughs> two, 2% extra like resistance all the way up to like 80%. And then you can walk okay. through most. You, you can walk through most of the game. It's great. So die my ways. Yeah, basically it's like, it's like every time you die, you're like, cool, that's great. I'm glad. I'm like, I'm glad that I'm now 2% harder or just, to kill. Or just do like an hour of just like, all right, cool. First, boss, uh, first uh, enemy. Dying. First enemy, just first run enemy. and die, just keep dying. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite think that's how they meant for it to be played. But hey, you know, play it your way. That's the. That's the yeah, whole wait, eighty percent. Yeah, exactly. I might discover a new way of playing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Hades is, is top tier. I, I still love that. It's such a clever take on God mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else you've been playing, even just recently? Uh, not really, to be honest. Um, I've just been watching people play mostly. Uh. I think my partner's been playing a bit of Deathloop because he gets to review it. So that's kind of cool. Um, I really can't believe that that's a PS5 exclusive. It's like, oh, I know. come on, a Bethesda title. You got to let the Xbox gamers play this. No, I'm, I'm, it looks really good, actually, because the, the, they, they had a trailer for it at the PlayStation thing today, just mm. kind of explaining a bit more. Like, isn't Ghostwire Tokyo is another exclusive, isn't yeah. it? Or timed yeah. exclusive. Timed, are so are both, they both, both timed? Are, yeah, they're both I think timed. they're both timed, yeah. yeah. But Six it's like, oh, but yeah. yeah. Imagine just going, here's a PS5 game made by Xbox Studios. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of weird to think about. But I suppose, you know, MLB I, I, the show. Yeah, I was going to say. Game Pass, so I suppose... Uh, yeah, we we'll, take we'll, something, they take something. It's fine. Uh, oh, well. Yeah, I'm super excited. As long as people game. are playing, right? Mm. Exactly. That's the main thing, yeah. yeah. We, we, as, as much as we love the Xbox system, it's more we just want more people playing more games. Hmm. And hopefully one day we can get achievements on the PlayStation. It'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I need that kind I've of... I've say. I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if I need that kind of added addiction in my life. I think I'm, I'm perfectly fine with... 
my you know five game a day habit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Cameron, what about you then? All right, I haven't really played this mu- uh, much this week. Uh, in terms of what I played, I've done a little bit of Minecraft Dungeons, helping Brad with um, some achievement. It was basically okay. Okay, like I'm massively over leveled with you. I need this for a two player co op achievement. I'm just carrying you free. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, cool. I'm... So, what you're saying is stand back, get free achievements. Yeah. It's like, yeah, pretty much. All right, cool. Oh. I can. I, Ca- I, I can better now. Hold on, hold on. Cameron, are you saying that you're being carried through a video game? I find this hard to believe. I feel like I carried them at the start and then they added like three <laughs> DLC packs. No, I, I, think, I think Brad played it after us. but um, Right, right. I mean, Minecraft Dungeons looks great and I think it's going to be one of those games that I play with my daughter when she's a little bit older. Just have that kind of, you know, that Diablo dungeon crawler kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Without all the Satanism. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Without all, the, without all the stuff that's going to horrify a young child. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Um, Hello Wars 2, we finished off the legendary campaign between us this week. Um, I'm still doing some stuff with Aftos with it. Uh, Cutscenes in that game blew me away. I was it's very actually, surprised. It's actually a really, like, it's a quality game all the way through. It's unfortunate it didn't do as well as, as they hoped. Um, but I guess an RTS is always a bit of a hard sell these days, especially on a console. Yeah. But it's a quality product. Um, I guess we'll have to hit up the DLC at some stage as well. It's a... Uh, I think the thing I like most about it is like how simplistic it is too, which I think some reviewers were discrediting it for. But I think with an RTS on console, that's that's the way to go. Make it as simple as possible. Yeah, it's more of a tactical game rather than a strat- strategic game because it's like you have your base in one in one zone, yeah. you build the things on it, and then you send your units out. It's you know there's not so much the re- so much more resource management and that kind of stuff involved. And saying that with resource management, I got to say the last level, having the last stand. Um, Basically, unlimited resources, just your normal uh, leader powers, just timed on a, was it like 15 to 30 seconds to 60 seconds, depending what they are. Yeah. And just spawning everything in and just going. It's a, like, it's a great way to close so it out fun. With, with the scarabs showing up and you just have to hold them off with, you know, every unit you've ever seen. Yeah, it's great. Like they, they, they really, um, they're a really great crescendo with the, uh, the end there. Yeah. Trying to think if there's anything else to add with it. Have you, have you had a look at the DLC yet? I've only started playing some of the... Um, I've been playing a lot of Blitz, actually, which Blitz is... What's what's the game I'm trying to compare it to? It, it's like that domination kind of game type. Yeah, you got to cap- capture points, but instead yeah. you, instead of having building units, you have cards and you play the cards to summon the units, basically. Yeah. There's, a, there's a card game similar to it, isn't there? Like, not Hearthstone uh, or something that I'm thinking of. It's, yeah, something like that. Um, I, I, I can't exactly think of the right one, but it's so fun. I've been waking up at 5 a.m. in the morning and playing like two matches because, of course, nobody in our time zone likes to play any multiplayer games ever when I need it other than FPS. And that's how I have to do most of my grinding these days. That's rough, buddy. But um, saying that, I'm absolutely decimating. And I don't know how I've got into Platinum League for Halo Wars 2, but um, it's, right. it's fun. It's really enjoyable. And I'm just, I'm only like playing two matches a day, so. I wish you showed half of that, you know, skill while we were playing co-op, but hey, you know, is what it is. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saying that when we were playing co-op too, there's a skull that basically delete base, get a tank. That is, yeah, that is very helpful. And, does, does and make it, that is the agree. strat. 
that is yeah that's that's the strategy find mini base delete mini base rebuild mini base delete mini base and you just end up with an army of tanks and just roll that's that's my usually my rts strategy back all the way from like command and conquer red alert all those games it's like build tank swarm tank age of empires 2 big daddy chief yep yeah cars yeah just yeah build cars attack with cars yeah um other than that i played a little bit of subnautical like i've I had a problem this week where I've just been in that kind of mood where I'll start a game, play 10 minutes, and then just, I just don't feel it. So I don't push through. Um, Halo Wars 2 has been the only thing that I can actually just sit down and actually enjoy. Mm. Uh, other than helping with the usual Black Ops boosting and the Halo MCC, I think Steven's at 80% now. So I've got five more percent off, uh, five more percent to go, and then I'm off the hook. I tell him he should go to 100%, but he's just like, no, I'm, I'm there and I'm done, which I still think like, is a massive credit. 85% of Master Chief Collection. Yeah, that's that's there's nothing to scoff at. That's a big game. I mean, I I still think 700 as 700 would be nicer, but... You're a madman, though. Yeah, I know. Um, and then other than that, I started Siegecraft Commander, which I believe you played a few years ago as well. Yep. Because Blowfish uh, Studios said that they were hiring community manager, and I went, all right, cool. I need to discover every other game that I haven't played of theirs buy it, and then just uh, go to an interview. Yeah, so make, make sure you take screenshots and put those in the resume, you know, just be like, oh, trust me, I play your games, guys, don't worry about it. Just like uh, saying that, they've always been nice to us at uh, Yeah, they're, they're, to be yeah, joking aside, they are, Blowfish are really, really nice people. Um, really, like one of our favorite Australian studios. I still remember uh, going back to another pack story, seeing, uh, seeing other Kirby mm-hmm. across the... Um, uh, across like two meters away from that booth and then them showing us inflection and all that and then Kirby also talking to them about Stormboy. Stormboy. Sorry, Stormboy and then um, voicing his disapproval for, for Mr. Mr. Percival. Mr. Percival as a character. The guy's a pelican, mate. Like, I don't know what they want from him. Just, anyway. He just hates pelicans. I don't know what Kirby's problem with pelicans is. I mean, he's in Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> for God's sakes! Like, there's no pelicans in Dar- uh, Darwin, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've never been, and I, I never plan to, to be honest, because it, it seems like an absolute hellhole. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, um, played a little bit of Siegecraft Commander. Interesting game. Um, yeah. So, real time strategy, but you're essentially catapulting other buildings across to get to the other players main base and then destroying it so the idea is that every time you catapult a new building it builds a wall between them so you want to try and outbox your opponents and then use those Mm. those buildings to attack parts of there and if you destroy like a node that has a bunch of walls coming off it it'll destroy all the other buildings attached to it so they have to be connected at all times so you can like out you can you can outfox them by just being like okay well they're building this way i'm going to build around and hit one of their you know spots up here and destroy all Mm. of the buildings they've just built it's an interesting idea. It doesn't super work well in practice. It's a little bit too touchy um, because you have to be really... I, I, I like the idea of it, though. Like, it, I, I feel like there's another game that I've played that's similar to this before, and I can't you're think thinking, of what it is. thinking of Castle Storm? Ah, uh, yes, which was Games of Gold, like, back at the start of the Xbox One generation, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I'm just like, I've definitely seen this kind of format before, but I just couldn't put my finger on it. Um other than that, just uh, like just rechecked out Stormboy again, but I mean that's like a fifteen minute completion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm planning to do the infliction this week sometime, 
and then just jump into a bit of their catalog, uh, catalog and put my application in. All right. Good luck, mate. But um, they'd, be that, very, they'd be very lucky to have you. Oh, thank you. With that, 2,175 of the week. Oh, okay. No, I rescind that. You know, they, you need to be work, working way harder than that, mate. That's, <laughs> no, that's, that's not a thing. Should I, just, should I just go for the completion for every studio that I apply for? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you should be like, no, I've literally finished every single one of your games. I know your game's better than you do. Give me a job. I think I think it's the way to do it, yeah. I'm, At I least mean, let TA be my resume. I was gonna say, like that's that's yeah, that, that that's how the TAB works. Pretty much everyone there is a better. So it's like, hey, it makes <laughs> makes perfect sense. I mean, I, I wasn't before I joined. Um, <sighs> all right. Well, I think that uh, let's. I think that's pretty much everything we've been playing. Then um, I guess we want to move. Uh, do you want to do questions first? Uh, we'll go on the leaderboard first. Okay, you'll do the leaderboard. Yep. So to nobody's surprise, this week. Matt is in number one. Oh, I mean, look, I, I just, I just want to thank <laughs> to, you. To, and and to, to what, to, just to add to, before the show, um, Matt also reminded me to update the leaderboard because at that stage he was in second. Yeah. I mean, and look, we couldn't have Mad Eye Pad Eye winning this week, could we? Mad Eye was trying very, 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 very hard to to beat me. Um, he was he was ahead for quite a bit, but I decided. What's he to, doing this week? Like, is he in any? No, I think or? I think he's just I think he's just trying to make a push. Um, which is obviously going very well for him. Uh, but I mean, I'd... if you dive a game a day, like you've got to clean up your backlog at some point, yeah? Yeah, I don't understand how you could do that. But... Actually, I don't want to say that. I, I rescind that comment because that would be used against me. Yeah, because you have you dive every Game Pass game ever made, so. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, so, so how are we looking on the leaderboards? Uh, so Matt is at 25,460. Mad Eye, had Eye, is at 24,742. And Red 047 is at 18,260. And we will have him on the show next week to talk about him hitting one mil this week. Congratulations to him. He's been, he's been working really, really hard at it and we've been following his progress. Um, so yeah, I think the like, first thing he did was go out and buy Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah, he went and bought, an, he went and bought like a PlayStation game. And I was like, all right, <laughs> whatever. It's fine. I guess he's packing the ship already. Packing it in. <laughs> Be like CJ, just like get to like second in the in the country and then just like move consoles just to try and take out the other side as well. Spread out. Yeah, exactly. I, could, I couldn't imagine redoing all my stuff on PlayStation now. It's just, I'm, I'm Xbox has got me too good. They've, I'm ingrained in the system. Achievement hunters don't really believe in the saying, put all, uh, put your eggs and don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket. basket. No, it's yeah. It's exactly what we do. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, let's get into some of the questions then. We've got a, we got a really good one from, uh, from our resident greatest person ever, Charmander. Uh, who's also moderating the chat? Uh, say hi, chat. Uh, who asks, "What's the hi, weird- chat?" God damn! <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Um, hanging fruit. She asks, "What's the weirdest game you've ever played?" Now, uh, I I specifically saved this game out of my games just played because I started today before the show. The Artful Escape hit Game Pass yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I started playing this, it was going to be D- D4 Dark Dreams Don't Die, which yeah. was the... Is that Sweary? Is that Sweary? I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Swervy or Sweary? Or... Sweary, yeah. He's working on the Good Life game, yeah? The one is about... Oh. It should be... That's also uh, coming out in Game Pass, I think, in the near future. Hmm, okay. Um, he's, yeah, saying quickly, D4 Dark Dreams Don't Die, that was a... Games the Gold game back in 2014, 2015, off to my head. It's definitely a weird one. 
It's uh, very strange where a man basically uses mementos to travel back in time to try and solve the murder of his uh, of his partner. Yeah. Uh, there was only two episodes that released for it. it was yeah, a- and it ended on a massive cliffhanger. Oh. I think that's like one of the worst, uh, like that and blues. Is it Blues and Bullets? Yeah. Like having those um, having those episodic titles and then just ending on massive cliffhangers and we're never going to get that resolution, unfortunately. No, no, we really aren't. But yeah, and just D4 was just such an amazing game. There was like this chick that hung down in your apartment that was always dressed in a cat suit. Yep. Just a lot of weird things, yeah? Yeah, but like not just dressed like a cat. She acted like a cat as oh, well. Oh, yeah. And that like- Just the-, the, just the- <laughs> yeah and like you, you open the door she jumps at you like a cat like it's very very strange and like it's a quick wow. time event it's a very very strange game um but just just he's like just his movements and everything too like because a lot of this was built around the connect functionality as well yes so yeah. it was like trying to swipe at the same time yeah very weird game um up until today where i played the artful escape uh which is incredible I don't, I don't know how to describe this as a game though. It is basically a walking sim platformer, okay. but like not a hard, not a hard platformer. Right. Um, very story story based. It talks about a nephew of this famous folk, uh, folk musician that's passed away just recently, uh, and this town's having like a massive music festival uh, with him to basically celebrate the anniversary of one of his best albums so this is like his chance to debut like show off the town's basically like all right you got to play folk music but he he wants to be a rock star right like he doesn't he doesn't massively say that but like he predominantly plays rock music that's where he's really shining at um he gets pulled out in the middle of the night from an alien and then everything goes crazy. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I remember seeing the trailer for this at an E3 like years ago where it was just like him walking sideways and suddenly looks like a flash and suddenly there's like a guitar and like music and like crazy, like psychedelic stuff just starts happening. And then they were like, yeah, it was the awful escape. And then we just didn't hear anything about it for like a couple of years. And suddenly here it is. It, and then there's just like, there's so many like, how do I explain this? It swaps between what the fuck is happening right now mm-hmm. uh, to like, you just get like a random joke in there that's just so like well-placed. It just catches you off guard. It's like, all right, cool. I'm going to just go and take in the scenery a little bit. Like I'm, I'm doing a blind playthrough. Go and talk to this old woman that was in one of the trailers. And it's just like, oh, like, you know, I hope you do well on stage today. And then she then goes on to tell you how much you look like your uncle and how she's basically going to be perving on you this whole time. <laughs> and it was just so out of the blue. All right. Like coming from this granny. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I mean, if anyone's totally throwing on stage, we'll know who it is. <laughs> but just really weird things. And then just the alien that comes basically just a, like massive like tentacles everywhere. and all. It's just crazy. It's a great game. So far. Sounds right at my alley, to be honest. I think it's like three to four hour completion, uh, a few missables, but excuse me, chapter select. Um, other than that, weird games, I can't really think of you usually it comes to anything from a Japanese studio. Likes <laughs> to throw the 
Yeah, kind of. The curveball's in, but that might just be a cultural thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of any other good examples off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, Miss Geek, any ideas? Uh, I think the only one that's weird for me would be um, Insight by Playdead. Oh, the guys who yeah. made Limbo. Yep, yep. I, I mean, it was fine right up to the end. The end? The end, the end was just like, what? <laughs> Because like you, you would assume that you progress through this like lab of sorts, and you do all these crazy things, and you see all these weird clay like people or meat suits or mm-hmm. whatever it is they were, and then you finally escape, and you're like, okay, there we go, finish the game, and then he just becomes this massive clump of hands, yeah, and, and then feet you play and, as it, and then like you it. just roll, and then it's like, okay, the end, and you're like. But you you die at the end as well, and it's like, what what was the point of this? <laughs> so I, I think that was weird because I I really enjoyed Limber. There mm. was you know a proper in my head a story that I could kind of understand, and you know when I finished the game, I felt a sense of satisfaction. With inside, it was like I've just spent all this time just to see weird things, and now I'm just full of questions. <laughs> mm. Yep, and probably no. have nightmares. <laughs> I, could, I could totally see that, yeah. In, Inside was such a great game, though. But yeah, I don't, it was I'm, a really good game. Totally but agree. yeah, just the ending. I just I'm, wish it was... It could have been a, a lot darker, I feel. Like, hmm. this ended it really, really dark and it had this, like, weird kind of somber meaning behind it. But no, they just abruptly ended They were just like, flesh monster, go for it. It's like, <laughs> all right, cool. Um Actually, I'm really interested in, I think it was what, uh, Summerfield, I think it was called or something like that. It was the mm-hmm. Jump Ship Studios guys who were originally in that team who have now gone to do a new game that looks similar to that. They showed oh, okay. up in E3. Uh, it looks really, really cool. Um, so like some sort of... Sort of hmm? oh, I was gonna, I was, I've got two more. Yep. Katamari. That who gave oh, us. yeah, okay. Katamari is weird as yeah. hell. I love it, though. But yeah, to be fair, I, like, I, I didn't even think about Katamari. And it's like, oh, yeah. You're a you're the prince of the cosmos whose dad accidentally destroyed the entire universe. So you need to roll up everything to create new stars. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of weird a little bit. Yeah. And then another one, just basically because we've been talking about so many pack stories. Hmm. I remember the, you you remember I didn't come out drinking with you guys that night because I had to go and sit the dating simulator. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. that's one of my favorite habits because the very first year I went to PAX. The very first dating simulator uh, panel that I sat uh, sat on was them doing the voiceover lines for John Cena, the dating simulator game, <laughs> which is basically just poor like JPEG images of John oh Cena. Just like John Cena is a teacher, put some like crudely drawn glasses on, and then getting people out from uh, from the audience to do the voiceover lines for it. Perfect. It was just. Just a perfect way to spend a Saturday night evening. <laughs> oh my Just, gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Had a Had a Full Boyfriend is also kind of that on the same right, where it's a, a, yeah. pigeon, a pigeon dating simulator. But you're, <laughs> you're not a pigeon. You're just a person who lives in a cave for some reason. But everyone <laughs> at the school is a pigeon. It's, and you're dating a pigeon. You're dating pigeons. Like, yeah, you date pigeons yeah. for some reason. It apparently gets very dark very quickly. Because <laughs> it's like, you start being like, wait a minute, I'm a human being in a world full of pigeons? What the fuck is going on here? Um, so there's uh, that. Yeah. 
and Colonel uh, Colonel Sanders dating sim. Yeah, well, yeah, they could. Yeah, the, the KFC. I mean, KFC made a game that was you dating the Colonel. So I guess whatever. It's like I don't even know if that counts as weird. It's just so, it's almost self aware. Um, I mean, I mean, marketing games can still be weird. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, Charlotte in the in the chat mentions boyfriend dungeon is kind of weird. Yeah, that's just true. You 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 date dating your weapons? No. Yeah, it's kind of a, <laughs> a little bit strange. Um, People have always had great histories with dating inanimate uh, objects. I mean, I, I would argue that many women would say they've dated many weapons over time. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just to, to, to varying degrees. Um, oh god! But uh, if I was going to pick, I mean, like it's 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 a super cop out thing, right? But it's like you go between like sweary um, with yep. deadly premonition, which is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, which is very, very strange, and I love it. Um, all the way up to... You can uh, say all the way up to, like, games like dating... Uh, sorry, not... Goat Simulator. Yeah, Goat Simulator, I guess, is kind of... It's, it's a weird game, but I mean, it's, like... It's weird, but, like, it's not weird to us anymore because we're just... Yeah, just kind of desensitized. <laughs> That's the simulator games. Yeah. Oh. Um, but as Zach in the chat mentions any Suda 51 game, which is 100% true. Uh, all of his games are, are weird in a way that I just love. So like um, Killer7, uh, No More Heroes, uh, Shadows of the Damned, uh, what else? A Lollipop Chainsaw, like you mentioned before. Um, yeah. Killer is Dead, which is so fucking weird. Uh, like all of those games are just like super strange auteur, just like, yeah, we'll just throw some shit in here. It doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. Like, yeah, cheerleaders cutting up zombies with chainsaws, and the guy gets his head cut off, and she wears them wears them on her, on her uh, on her uh, belt while he's, while she's jumping around cutting things up, and she comes from an army. She comes from a family of zombie hunters. Strange game, love it. Um, yeah, so I guess yeah, Suda's is kind of those. What was the one I was talking about the other day that we were talking about that reminded me? That you reminded me of um, uh, of. Oh, I'm trying to remember what it was. Okay. Yes, um, like coming out or released or yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> Cruise Brothers. Ah, oh. um, just for like how weird the fact that that game got made, just kind of like how it is, is very strange. Uh, like it, like it's a, it's a you know fighting game, so it's not all that yeah. weird in terms of concept, but it's just kind of yeah, just hilariously strange. But the ending for that game. Oh yeah, oh, the that's ending. that's yeah. extremely weird. It's very very weird. Yeah, but no apparently they're working on another one. Anyway, um, I'm pretty sure that whole uh, it's DCF Studios, which our good friend uh, Games Dane is community manager for. Yep, I'm pretty sure they're making everything into a whole universe. Oh, I can't based wait. around these games. I can't wait to see it. Um, all right, I think we've got a couple other questions here. Um, yep. Isaac asks, uh, sorry, question asker extraordinaire Isaac. Yeah, he hits us with one every week. How are your goals going so far for this year? Any closer to those serious completions, Cameron? Serious question, not taking the piss, which is, you know, fair, because usually that's that's usually the, the MO for the show. So I suppose he probably has to say that he's being serious around how how are you going with your series stuff? You want to tell people about your remind people about what your plans were? All right. So pretty much back in January, I set a goal for myself. Actually, bring it up, make it easier. Uh, I set a goal for myself to do 10 specific tasks this year. And going through them, um, going through them, category one was the racer, which is basically complete the Forza Horizon uh, series. I've done most of it. I've got to do a few, I think there are like two achievements left in the base game for Forza Horizon and then the DLCs. 
Forza Horizon 2 on 360, I've probably got probably like half to three quarters of the way there. I just haven't really played it since I moved. Uh, everything else, Forza Horizon's done. Uh, from X, uh, from Horizon 2, Xbox One, all the way up to Horizon 4. On, mm. uh, yeah, that's all done. That's ridiculous. Uh, I'm just, mar- just going to say that. Just like the fact that you played so much of that, those driving games, just I can't even understand I just, it. This is this is a weird thing too. Like Horizon, I love motorsport. I can't stand. Mm. Not that I can't stand it, but it just feels very uh, like bare bones. Circles. Yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. Category two was the Marksman, which was basically all the Call of Duty games. Uh, I only play Call of Duty Black Ops Three now because of the Activision Blizzard stuff. Mm. Um, basically, because I'm helping my friends get the completion for that as well. I don't, I'm not going to go back to Cotton till I think things have smoothed over. Fair. Um, the Iconic, which is Halo's series completion. MCC is done. That's big one, one of the big ones of the year. Halo Wars 2, I think I'm halfway through the game and I've only started like two weeks ago. Uh, I've been going back to Halo Wars just to do a few bits and pieces. Uh, I've done a little bit of Spartan Assault with Aptos, but I just, I really can't stand Spartan Assault. It's not Halo to me. Twin stick shooter. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, saying that though, I've got three and four done. Anniversaries like three achievements from way. Reach is done. It's it's basically just get wars done and fun assault. Uh, <laughs> Yakuza, uh, they're great, but they are massive time sinks of like 200 hours each. It's probably not happening. I'm, I'm going to keep on adding stuff back though until I get these things done. Um. The Buffet, which basically do 12 Game Pass games in 12 months. That's easily been done. I keep going back to Game Pass because of the amazing games they keep on getting added. Even for the rest of the year, I already know that Back for Blood, Age of Empires 4, uh, for next month, Forza Horizon 5, and uh, Halo Infinite in December. Um, I'm just going to be all over those games. Uh, the key for Kingdom Hearts, I've done a is it proud or critical is the highest? Critical. Critical. I've done a critical playthrough of Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, I've dived into them quite a bit. I haven't even bought Melody of Memory yet. Actually, do we know anybody that's played Melody of Memory? Uh, Kirby might have, but otherwise, no, I don't know anyone. Okay. Um, yeah, so Kingdom Hearts, I've, I've dabbled a little bit in. Hunter Call of the Wilds, I played for like two weeks full blast and then I left it. Uh, Flight Sim, I've left at the moment because apparently there is two really, really buggy achievements that are broken. Really? Yeah, I think it's... I know that I've seen them talking about in the Achievement Initiative. Mm. And I thought, all right, well, I've got Halo to work on. I can come back to it later. Um, the Closer stuff, Vegas 1 and 2, I haven't touched since the move. Far Cry 2 was broken for a time with the maps I need to go back to and get those achievements. And then the historian, I have doubled in quite a bit of Age of, uh, Age of Empires 2. And they just recently added the DLC to, uh, probably, I bought the DLC two weeks ago, or three weeks ago. I uh, played a bit of that. But yeah, Age of Empires 2, I really need to get back into. And then Age of Empires 3 will be a pretty easy cleanup. Hmm. So, so you're doing pretty well. I think... Forza Horizon is definitely achievable in this year. And Halo. Halo, 
Halo MCC, I mean, anniversaries give me trouble with those free achievements. Uh, Fal- uh, sorry, the the buffet like Falconeer, Wreckfest, Yes to Grace, Hyperdot, Control, Dirt Five. Actually, I need to go back and uh, do the new DLC for Dirt Five. Pillars of Eternity 2, Journey to the Savage Planet and moving out. And then that was updated like months ago. So that's easily been done. So you'll, you almost have it done already. Yeah. I, I think Age of Empires 2 might be possible as well. All right. And I think I've already spent 400 hours in that game. So Jesus Christ. But <laughs> I, 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 time, eh? like I said, like Age of Empires 2, massive nostalgia. Good game. It's a really For good me. game. I don't know if it's 400 hours good, but... <laughs> There's, um, a, there's a lot of content in those games. Miss Geek, you got any, any any gaming goals you've got coming up or anything you've, you've been trying to play more or get back into? Uh, I know it's hard. Hmm. I mean, I would, like I said, love to play Hades. That would be uh, <laughs> my goal, would be to attempt it at the very least. Um, I'd actually <coughs> really, really be keen to go back. So I played a little bit of Quake when um, it was announced that it's out on Game Pass. I'd love to go back to it and just actually finish it <laughs> cool game. i have really not cool. yet finished uh quake obviously on the console obviously i played the quake on pc to completion like years and years and years ago mm. um so it'll be interesting to see if i remember everything <laughs> um yeah so that those would be my two goals um but everything else is more on a community side not a gaming in terms of playing side sure sure uh, and for me, uh, I wanted to get to 95% completion on my games. Um, so I'm at 95.3 at the moment. So it's going quite well. Um, and I'd like to, I was hoping to hit 1.7 by the end of the, 1.7 million by the end of the year, but I'm probably going to hit 1.7 by the end of the weekend at this point. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> so I'm a little bit ahead of schedule. I got, got, that, got that kick up the ass from Mephisto. Um, so we'll see where I end up. Because, you know, if I go completely nuts, it might end up at 1.8 by the end of the year. I think um, I reckon two by the end of next year. Yeah? Oh yeah, two by the end of next year. If I can be two by the by halfway. If Zidalon keeps on doing updates like they do, then well, yeah, yeah I don't try not to play Zidalon games, but you know, if, 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 if yeah, exactly. The, there, there seems to be a uh, there's no sign of slowing down of games coming out with less than less than a thousand less than an hour mm. to get a thousand points in them, which is a bit sad for the achievement hunting community because it kind of devalues the whole idea of achievement hunting. But at the end of the day play what you want don't play what you don't want it's really up to you know it's a it's a it's a, you have to you have to enjoy doing it personally before you make it a competitive thing um because yeah. if you don't then you just you just burn out and you just waste your time and then you end up on arguments on ta yelling at people mm-hmm. um, which while fun to read <laughs> are not fun to be part of um i you know yeah ta is one of those great things where it's like you just you see someone posting a controversial opinion around how games should be played <laughs> and you just, you just show up with the popcorn you're like okay let's see who shows up for this one because it's definitely going to be a, a a real dirty fight with comments being removed and people being banned and yeah it's wow. uh, and, then, and, then, and then it spreads out to other discord servers and you hear what's happening behind the scenes which is the other fun but anyway i won't get too back mm-hmm. into it um we had another question so admiral last you may have heard this before do you guys reward yourself when you finish off a long, hard completion with a good dinner, for example. I, I, Admiral, those quotation marks are like sus as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what are you suggesting? Oh, God. 
Um, hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Halo MCC. I didn't really do anything because of lockdown, and that would have been like the one to actually go. Well, I've spent seven years playing this game. Hmm. Um, let's go out for dinner or something. And I basically, I said to Nikita, I turned to Nikita when I got the completion. I said, "It's done. It's finally done." I'm free until Aftos gets 85%, but I'm free. And she's like, good job. And I'm, yeah. like, You're like, I'm like, I'm like, seven really? years. Really? Good job. Yep. Yep. It's it's yeah. crazy to th- it's crazy to think of too that that game has surpassed free relationships. <laughs> like everything that's gone into that game. Well, it's 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 like I tell Alison. One child being born. Yeah, I, I tell Alison all the time. The Xbox was here before she was. Like you know, like when it comes to prioritizing, <laughs> like it's got seniority. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. Sometimes you just have to take a back seat. Hmm. Um, she doesn't usually appreciate that, and she. I... Yeah. Okay. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, just like after the show. All right, I'll grab the pillow. I'll grab the yeah, blanket. Exactly. And just, <laughs> Catch is free. <laughs> Like it's a very comfortable couch. That's why I used to podcast. For <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Once again, we're here. We are in my house and I'm listening to this shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her house. Her I, I really, I really like, see, this is why I need to catch the Twitch, yeah? The, the live commentary of like a relationship breaking down over time. It's just absolute goals. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. So it's going to be a real time capsule on, on, on what achievement hunting does to a relationship. Um, this it's is got, the court documents. Yeah, so it's got nothing. To do with, it's got nothing to do with me as a human being, and all to do with my addictions. Um, <laughs> I, do I reward myself? I don't. I mean, I, I can't. I, I think it's like basically just a pat on the back. Like, um, I know, like Forza Horizon Two, like that last achievement took me four weeks straight, mm. and that was essentially at that point in time before I was a <laughs> main host on RGS. Just repeating the same thing, listening to podcasts. That's when I started listening to you up and that kind of stuff. And I think at the end of it, it's just like this massive weight lifting off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, that's it's self-imposed. The, exactly. That's it's it's the dopamine hit that you get when you complete a game. So like, there is nothing better. There's a no better feeling in the world than going through my 360 collection of games that are not backwards compatible. So I have to play them on the old fucking machine. And completing like completing one of those games and just deleting it off my hard drive, being like, I never have to look at this game ever again. I don't have to dig out the disc. I don't have to do anything with it. It's completely done. And like, that's one one less that I have to worry about. Hasn't happened in ages because the reason I have a lot of, I have like 40 or 50, 360 games that I, I need to go back and finish. I haven't finished them for a good reason, either because I'm shit or because the people who I have to play with are shit. Um, uh, so it's like, but it's like, again, you're 100% right, Cameron. It's all self-imposed, right? Like, realistically, I could just throw the 360 out and never worry about it again. But, yeah, that, that's not how achievement hunting works for me, unfortunately. it's, uh, it's uh, I've got the completionist mindset, so I need to try and finish as many games as I can. I'll never, I'll never hit, I never hit 100%, but if I hit 99%, I can die happy. I think I was thinking of, like, one stage of just getting, like, a memento kind of stuff. Like, mm. I'm not sure if you can see right well here, but, like, six of those... Um, Six of those like little statues of like Conker's Bad Fur Day and that kind of stuff. Oh right, right. And yeah. thought like of just getting stuff like that, just to mm. add, like have your personal yeah yeah not own trophy uh, collection of just your favorite games. But TA's got my trophy collection because for every every hundred thousand game, every hundred thousand achievement points I uh, or game score, I try to pick a relatively weird or bad game as my like milestone game, 
Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm coming up to the point where I need to pick my next one. I think I'm going to do driving essentials, which is a, <laughs> a dry, driving teaching game that looks really, really bad. Um, that doesn't even work with a, a, a steering with a wheel. Steering wheel. No, no. So that, that, <sighs> should, that should be a good one. I, I'm, I, you know, I've got that the, completion. Over Proud the years, completion. exactly. I, I've, over the years, I've realized that I'm an absolute masochist for this stuff, and really just, I just like playing bad games. Apparently, I mean, I like playing good games too. Like, like August was probably the best month I've had for games in years. Like, I had Hades, uh, I had um, Psychonauts. Hmm. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, like Twelve Minutes, and like a bunch of other interesting stuff. That I was just like, wow, this is like great. Like, I'm having a fantastic time with all this stuff. Like, Sinking City was fun, and now it's like, okay, cool. Now back to the trash. I've, I've, I've had, I've I had think- my good bit. Everything in this second half of the year, like, like just saying, like before, Age of Empires, Falls Horizon, and Halo Infinite. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do with myself. Those are three of my favorite franchises of all time. Like, you're not going to see me. No, no, it's true. I'm going to have to do the. We'll have a. We'll have. We'll have special. No, man- <laughs> no, don't you do it? Don't you fucking do it? Special feeling guest. Hey, God, no, no, no. There will be no fucking puppets on this show, all right? You can be, you barely run the show as is, all right? I don't want to hear about it. Oh, jeez. Hey, if you, if you produce, you don't have to run a show. That's true, actually. Just have to true. rock up. It's true. If you can produce the show, yeah. But I don't, I don't think the puppet is nearly good to produce as you are, especially considering it doesn't have thumbs. Uh, Cameron has been trying to push this whole puppet thing because he reckons it's a, it's a hit with his three-year-old. And I, I said, what? Well, Two, sorry, two-year-old. While most of the mentality of our audience are two-year-olds, I think they might get a little <laughs> bit insulted. And also don't think you could keep this up for like two hours. Matt, when, when's my wedding invitation? You know, you, <laughs> I'm going to elope. Um, all right, we've got one, one last question here um, from, from Isaac as well saying, hey guys, uh, do you, do you do the quests that are part of Game Pass and do you do Bing Rewards? In the US, you can get around 300 points a day from Bing Rewards and Game Pass quests. With 1,000 points being equal to one cent, that's only three-tenths of a cent a day, but it adds up quickly. I recently renewed Game Pass using points, so it's worth it for me. What do you guys think? Uh, Miss Kate, do you want to go first? You got, do you use hmm. any of this, like Game Pass quest stuff or anything like that? To be honest, I don't. <laughs> I probably don't even play enough to really rack up any of those points and rewards. Um, I just get my rewards from being an ambassador. So that helps. Was, yeah, yeah, that's there that's we go. It. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pays for itself. I was going to say yeah. the ambassador. What is it? You hit like diamond each month, and you get one free month of game pass. Yeah. Although it's getting harder and harder to hit diamond each month. Mm, yeah. <laughs> move, move when you have pass. a life. Right. Yeah. So, yeah I think- <laughs> Things I have to do, people I have to talk to. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Yeah, it's hard. It's like tasks this month. Make a friend. And you're like, oh, well, guess I'm, guess I'm not getting that one. Mm. <laughs> Go outside and socialize. Nah, damn it. I think I, re- I remember when I um, was trying to aim for platinum uh, in 2019, I think. I literally spent five hours on the Ambassador blog just reading every guidebook, just reading every <laughs> little podcast not podcast sorry every little blog every little piece that they put up and then answering every little question (laughs) i literally spent half a day just doing that and that was it i got my platinum and after that i was okay (laughs) i'm good done pack it in okay i never got my hat because i was living in new zealand and you know postage from america to new zealand hat never came so i'm just like oh well then (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I have experience with things arriving from Xbox being completely fucked or not at all. Um, when, I, when, I, when I got my, my Hall of Fame, it was the, the trophy was misaligned. The hoodie doesn't, oh. fit, the hoodie doesn't fit me. Uh, and the uh, the X, the Series X was broken, so that was good. So that was a great. Start. Oh no! Yeah. So um, I, I bitched and moaned enough about it that they sent me another trophy and a replacement Xbox at least, but the hoodie still doesn't fit. Um, I'm, that's, I'm, that's, I'm that, glad. That's more, that's more a personal failing on my part. I, think. <laughs> I, I mean, look, I did order a large, okay, but like I was like, look, I'm not. They sent it during lockdown. It's fine. They, yeah, yeah, they did exactly. I, th- I think you may you may just have um, uh, what's what's what I'm looking for. Maybe you're thinking of an older size. Yeah, yes, true. That's true. I look, look. I, I was going to be like, I don't usually wear an XL. That might be a little excessive. I don't really need a big baggy hoodie. Apparently, I do. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I do. So, um, oh, well. I think I think I just want to. I want to lose enough weight that I can just imitate the feeling that my girlfriend must have when she steals my clothes <laughs> off me every single week. <laughs> to be fair, okay. Let's face it. Gamer merch and like anything to do with t-shirts or hoodies. It's just never made for women. So no. my hoodie is like, it yeah. feels like a triple XL. So <laughs> and I'm sitting there, yeah. it's like, I can never wear this now in public. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, this is now a sleeping hoodie. Thank you. Yeah, I guess. So just, I'm just going to wear it around the house and no one is going to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just never make them in women's sizes. It's like, I- come on. <laughs> That's when you just get the onesie. Don't even have to oh, worry about it. God. <laughs> even the onesie though. Like um, I remember having the mixer onesie and even that was huge. And it's like, I literally cannot walk like this. <laughs> I mean, they, they need space in the paunch area to put your Mountain Dew and Doritos, you know, just so you, you got them ready to go. I mean, so. with all the extra like, yeah. material that's there, I literally could stitch it up and make pockets. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wind sale. Exactly. Yeah. Oh god. Um, in terms of what I do for the reward stuff, yeah, I like I use all like I like I, I used to have a shitload of points because I used to buy way too many games. So for this yeah. year, I'm like not buying any games this and last year for the most part. I have bought a couple, but I've been really, really good about it. Um, so I haven't been getting as many reward points, but I like you know, I play enough game pass stuff that I get that, but I don't really bother with the Bing stuff because it's just it's not really worth my time, to be honest. I have like I still got like three years of Game Pass Ultimate saved up mm. anyway at this point so. i think the conversion at the very start that's what just made it so appetizing but I, i'm the same with this kind of stuff it's essentially like i'm not going to set a like some people will set alarms with this kind of stuff and make sure to get this done today to me it's just like oh cool i logged into a i logged into a game or I logged into the app like easy points it's it's more so just that i guess it is that dopamine hit at the same time of just hearing a pop-up and thinking like <laughs> repeated behavior Oh yeah, yeah. Monkey see, but monkey do. Yeah. Monkey see, monkey do. But um, yeah, I, I don't like. I'm not going out of my way to do like all the Game Pass quests. If I sign in, like, which I usually do, because I'll I love to add everything to my tag. Much to Matt's uh, dismay. But just, like, how could you start a game and not finish it? I just don't understand. I think I've started like probably like ten games this week and I haven't touched barely anything. Oh god. I like trying games like normal people. No, no. My way to play is the only correct way. Everyone else is wrong. Completionists uh, always think they're right. Anyway. This is true. Um, yeah, I, I, I think like the ambassador program and all that kind of stuff, like I'll I'll try and get some points up in there just to get a free month. But yeah. I think I think it's just complimentary rather than anything else. Yeah, Game Pass is a great service anyway. Like, I don't mind paying for it if I get when it comes to that. It's, it's, it's the, it's the I mean, best. they must it's be the bleeding money, according to every other podcast on earth. Yeah, like, yeah. we need to support them. 
Yeah, right, right. They, apparently, apparently it's doing so bad. <sighs> the, the, the greatest deal in gaming. Right. That was well, sarcasm let, before I get taken out of context. Uh, yeah, uh, Charlie, can you clip that? And we'll just, I'll just change, the audio, change the audio a little bit. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, let's, uh, let's get into our Patreon shout outs. Cameron, who have we got? Uh, so we have G-Spaced, Admiral Awesome, Odron Johnson, uh, Keo, Live at Home, Cobra Todd, Moogle356, JW8846, Charmander, Kung Fu Skills, Peter Nightingale, Hawkeye Barry, Hack and Pwn, Old Mate Clown, and McLovin Legend. I've changed the um, the Patreon shoutouts to be every single Patreon until which point we get everybody doing $2 tier and we have half a show of Patreons. Yeah, yeah. So eventually so. we'll just have them scrolling across the screen like so fast, like a credit sequence that you never read. Um, but in all seriousness... Like we do now. Yeah. But in all, but in all seriousness, <laughs> we do really, really appreciate our Patreons. They do let us do the show and allow us to, you know, do prizes and giveaways and equipment and all the other bits and pieces I talked about at the start. Like, uh, like joking aside, it, we, we literally would not be able to do this without them. So I guess uh, uh, increase my video game movie knowledge of horrible titles that I should have massively avoided, like Super Mario Brothers movie. Yes, this is true. So yeah, we do have our other podcast, Lights, Cameron Action, uh, which is a movie podcast where we talk about video game movies that I've usually seen that Cameron usually hasn't. But sometimes it's the other way around. Sometimes we're discovering new things together. Um, so we're going to be recording our, our latest episode, uh, Resident Evil, coming up pretty soon. Um, probably sometime we'll have that ready for either end of this month, beginning of next month. We'll see how it goes for timings. But, uh, which I've seen like, what, 15 years ago? Yeah, I was well, I can remember the lasers. Too. Yeah, lasers is probably the, yeah. It's a to put it in perspective. It's a zombie movie where a zombie doesn't show up for the first forty-five minutes of the movie. So take that as you will. Um, but I think that'll pretty much uh, wrap up the show. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Discord, Discord.io/gpngg. Uh, we've got our Instagram, GPN Hall of Gamers, Twitter, GPN Hall of Gamers, email, GPN Hall of Game, sorry, GPN Hall of Gamers at gmail.com. You're probably noticing a theme. Uh, and we've also got our YouTube uh, our YouTube videos for this go up on G- the GPN site, uh, or the, sorry, the GPN YouTube page. Uh, if that's probably the best place to watch them because you know I produce them a little bit. I put a you know an intro and an outro and do a bit of stuff with music and stuff like that, and I cut out all the bits where Cameron doesn't know how to get Song of the Week working. Um, it's it's a it, it looks like a work nice. of art by the end of it. Um, so yeah, definitely different magic. Us. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, te- techno magic. Um, but if you want to get in contact with me in, in general, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Neomaster2005 for whatever reason. Otherwise, I'm Neomaster on True Achievements, Xbox, Discord, pretty much everywhere else, Carrier Pigeon. Um, my social security number is, my credit card is, you know. Uh, sorry, repeat those numbers? Yeah, sorry. Uh, well, no. <laughs> Five. Tunnel? Um, yeah, so that's it. Um, Miss Geek, where can people find you if you want to be, if you want to be found? If. I want to be found, which uh, I will preface this with, if you DM me, please don't expect a response because I'm very bad with DMs. <laughs> it's usually always full. Um, but you can find me at Mr. S Geek at most places. Otherwise, you can catch me on Attack on Geek or Women of Xbox. Fantastic. And of course, GPN.gg as well. Cameron, what about you, Matt? Uh, you can catch me on Shadowless Edge on Twitter, TA, Xbox, Discord. Um applying for your community management positions. Shell, shell, shell. Yeah, go for it. Now having a lawnmower and actually being able to do things out of lockdown, I will go out and mow the lawn now and then I'll come back inside and play video games. And that will be all that has changed. 
Yeah, not the only thing that really changed for me with lockdown is that I just can't get fast food. Once once we get to level three and I can get Uber Eats, then I'll just go back to my normal life. Um, all right. Well, I think that's pretty much everything. I uh, thank you so much for joining you, us. You missed one whole segment what? of oh. tell your friends. Oh, did I, well, no. How are we meant to advertise the show if you don't tell anyone? <laughs> if people don't know how to tell their friends about how amazing the show is, what the fuck are they doing? Get, I just, get, I just, I love the ability each week to just go into a, a boosting session and say. So, podcast. Actually, saying this this oh, week. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't know when to end the show ever. Yeah, cool. Um, basically join into a session with AHA guys again. And then they just joined with a whole bunch of random. So I'm like, all right, cool. You guys heard a podcast? We have one. Oh, it's no. not very good, but you <laughs> yes. should support me anyway. Cameron and I have different approaches of, of word of mouth. Word of mouth is the best way to for, for the podcast to, to grow. Uh, so I best tend form to... of marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Um because it comes from a trusted, reliable source. Um, so, you know, I always go with, I always go with, hey, you know, talk about like, oh, hey, yeah, I'll talk about this on the podcast tonight. You know, let, let, let them be like, oh, hey, you do a podcast? I'm like, oh, yes. Funny you should mention that. And then go into it. Cameron's more just, hey, is now a good time to talk about my podcast? Like he's fucking, you know, selling Avon or some shit. <sighs> you know, those annoying ads of like the early 2000s. They worked for a reason. No, no they, no, they <laughs> One day, one I'm gonna I'm gonna do a marketing podcast. Okay, one day I'm gonna talk about all that shit. Because when when I finish my course, we'll just yeah. sit down and we'll have a, a really good discussion a on massively like, uninformed discussion about marketing. Anyway. How Tesla's leading money and I don't know. <laughs> and then I'm gonna sit in the corner, just be like, mm, okay, how do I utilize all this information and yeah. implement it into my actual marketing job, having to try and tell creators. Hey, I need you to do this. I need you to promote this, but I'm not going to pay you. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's exposure, mate. People die of it, but just, you know, that's what it's for. Uh, all right. Anyway, before, before, because my boss does actually listen to the podcast, I was not joking. So I probably should be a little bit careful, um, but he's not going to get this far through it. Anyway, thank you so much for, for joining us, uh, Mr. Askick. Uh, it was oh, really, no, thanks for having really, me. really, really great having you on. Um, and, uh, and thank, thank you as always to our lovely moderator, Charmander, for just being the greatest person on earth and just, you know, keeping things in order and banning all the people who need to be banned. Um, not naming any names, but um, you know who you are. And round of applause to Alison for not getting muted this yes, whole Alison, podcast. Alison managed to not get muted for this whole call. Completely unrelated to the banning thing I was just talking about. Um, but no, she, did, she didn't spam caps and she didn't put any GIF links in the chat. So she managed to make it through an entire episode without, without being uh, timed out. So that's an achievement in and of itself. We'll see if it continues. Anyway, that's more than enough for episode nine. We will catch you guys next week. See you later. Peace. Bye.